be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Uh, Eric's not here today. He's um, it's his turn with Dr. Jellyfinger. He's, he's taking in, one for the team. He's in the squatty potty. <laughs> he's probably going to come back all like cocky about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. The doctor said my colon was as clean as any that he's ever seen. Right. You could eat off of my colon. Because oh. I think the best teams have a blend of veteran experience and youth. Yeah, and they don't. That's my point. Player. Mac Jones pretty young. But I feel uh, like okay. they got rid of three of their oldest <laughs> linebackers. Offensive linemen can play longer. Again, when I use the terms like always, never, no one, everyone, like I don't mean those terms literally. Words have meaning, Paul. I don't tell other people what to think like you do. Um, well done, steak. Don't do it. Uh, there's certain things. There's just certain things. You know, with some really, really good offenses like I don't like Buffalo. what I agree with Mike. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Chris Harper. Harper's. Oh, Harper's, Harper's Folly. Oh, that's no, Harper's Muff. Oh, Harper's Muff. His muff. Not his folly. Harper's uh, Sam says, thanks for giving us a podcast that's third <laughs> 1, on the charts. 1,000-yard season. Another one with 933. <laughs> I'll, I'll try that again. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. Patriots Unfiltered. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. We crack ourselves up. Uh, it is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium. Um, the rookies are here, and they've been out there. Um, and we've got photos on Patriots.com to prove it. Uh, so... We're getting there. It's phase yeah. one or two. I'm not sure. Um, I think we're in phase one. Yeah, I think we're in two, two next week. Yeah, and then we'll see him Thursday. All the coaches. We'll, we'll get you on. Get Thursday. you on Thursday. Yeah. All the coaches were available <clears throat> yesterday and today. And today. Yeah, twice. Um, <laughs> no one knows who's doing what, but that's okay. They're I think they there. do know. It's just yeah. the coordinators. Yeah, that, that's the coordinator is still the thing that that everybody can't wrap their brain around. And uh, if I had a nickel for every time some reporter brought up that they didn't. Force the Bills to punt once in these last two days. It's come up quite well, frequently. I have to admit that I do it quite often as I well. Say, no, I, we do. Yeah. I would, yeah. Perfect. I was just going to say nobody does that more than Fred. I mean, right. can, I mean can, can, can they make some of my punt? I do. I mean, too. that would be an improvement. Can I, they make a punt? It's just startling. I do it here too, but at the same asking team, the coaches about it, I was uh, I was a little. Hey, that's, just, their, that's, that's their job. good for you. Ask good the for tough you. Questions. Yeah, I know. I just hide in the corner and talk about it on the radio show. Deuce doesn't <laughs> like tricky facts. <laughs> what's, what's tricky about it? But I'm going to. Defend myself a little bit here, you know. Um, and, and you know what? Someone needs to. Yeah, someone needs to. Because defend I've Fred been, Kirsch. I've been a proponent of this whole Patricia Joe Judge thing. Like I, like I don't think that it's the greatest thing ever that we've got them. But I, I've said, and I will stand by that. I think having been a head coach, for good or bad, gives them just that much more experience. So now that they're back here you know, coaching a position or, you know, something less than being a head coach, I think it helps them. And I think that experience is valuable. And I and I uh, both of them said that yesterday, you know, because uh, it was asked both of Joe Judge and Patricia, and they both said that, you know, you know, having to do all those other jobs, you know, back when we were head coaches, it makes it, it gives us that you know, bigger view of the whole picture, and now and now when we go back to doing you know a particular thing, it helps us. My snarky Paul take on yesterday's uh, availability with the coaches was that Patricia seemed like the happier of the two between him and Judge. Very happy. Judge, yeah, very jovial and and willing to talk. Appreciate you. Yeah, and shout outs to the media. And stuff. Judge was very much the buttoned up guy that we remember. Yeah, very straight laced. So my snarky Paul take was that. Patricia's calling the plays and judges just handling uh, the quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's told me anything straight up. Honestly, going to tell you, 
I've not heard anything. No decisions have been made. And Matty P's like, hey, yeah, everything's great. I'm gonna be, you know, be working with the O line, and you know, maybe other things. I, I, I still think Nick Cayley's in the running for that, but that's so, just me. But do you think there's any way that they don't know yet? No. Who's calling, calling the, plays? the plays? Yeah, yeah. In, in all seriousness, I do. You, you think that they haven't decided who's calling the plays yet? Correct. Do I you? think that's crazy. I think it might be possible. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know I who don't. it is. I'm not going to pretend to tell you I have the information because I don't. I, I'll I'll be the much like the schedule. I'll be the last to know I who's could, calling <laughs> plays. I could just see Bill saying we're not going to worry about who's calling plays yet because we don't have a game until August. I, I think that's yeah, a, but I think they know who's calling. I think plays, they're going to. Yeah, I, I, I don't like. They could do whatever they want. Maybe. I don't like. I, I, I just don't think I, it's. I, I could see it. I could see him not having discussed it yet. Right, I, and I think that's the only element that people are really concerned about, and I feel like it's gotten blown up a little bit to, you know, and Paul pointed this out this morning, which is, and I could let you point it out again if you want, or I can walk you into it. But I don't have to do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> on account of I say a lot of stupid stuff when we're off the air, you can, you know, on the air too. You but can lead a Paul to the radio. I have radio, no idea what we're talking talk. about, so <laughs> no, no. proceed. Well, I thought you were right with everybody's like, we have no idea who's doing what. I'm like, well, they told you. It's just the offensive, who's calling the plays. That's what you don't know. I mean, Joe Judge came out and said, I'm working with the quarterbacks. Matt yeah. Patricia said, yeah. I'm working with the offensive line. Nick Cayley's still working with the tight ends. Like, there were, I, Cam Akor I just wouldn't say that he was coaching special teams. I know. Though. I'm forbid. Well, yeah. I think it's getting dragged a little bit too far. Just I get it. The offensive coordinator, great debate. How is that all going to play out? The play, But I think it's gotten blown up where they're not telling us who's anyone's doing anything yeah. now. See, I, I think that, that that's sort of missing. I agree with Mike on this. I think people are rightly concerned, but for the wrong reason. Like, I don't like the options. Of, like, yeah. I don't think they have a guy who's capable of calling plays or a proven, let's put it this way, proven, a right, proven yeah. play caller. Yep. Is that a better way to put it? They don't have a proven sure. play caller. But, yep. uh, like, the fact that I don't know who it is, that, that's not part of the worry. <laughs> I don't need to know who it Even is. Even if you knew Neither who it was, you. you wouldn't feel great about it because you don't like it. They don't feel Exactly. I think that you're, you're kind of right. I think there's too much being made of it. I think it's an issue. And a concern, but it, it's not for the reasons that a lot of people are concerned about. And well, to Mike's point, like sometimes when you step away. You guys were here listening to the the coaches yesterday, and I, I wasn't. I had a day off yesterday, and and full disclosure, I was about eight, eight mill lights deep by the time those coaches were talking. He takes his oh. days off seriously. <laughs> and the coaches started at eleven thirty. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> and, and I I started, started before earlier. That. Correct. Uh, I, yeah. 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 yeah, I had a golf tournament. Nice. Uh, it, not it a lot of golfing going on. A lot, lot of fun. A um, lot of references to the Patriots, by the way, oh, but you know, yeah. we'll get to that. You know, I'm famous, but what are you going to do? Um, just from afar, and I'm, you know, I'm looking at Twitter, and I'm so you know, in between holes, every once in a while, you're looking like, yeah, like they, nobody will get into anything. Like you know, to Mike's point, this we, you know, he, he and I talked about it. No one, no one's going to get into the details of what they're doing. And I'm like, Mike Reese, full quote from Joe Judge, I'll be working with the quarterbacks. Um, Mike Reese, full quote from Matt Patricia, you know, expects to be working with the offensive. I'm like, they're telling you what they're doing. Right. Like, they're not telling you who's calling the plays. Yeah. Well, you well, know, but- the only ones that were, were kind of like, I thought Steve Belichick was intentionally vague. And obviously, he knows what he's doing. And he said he didn't it's know his what he's doing. third year yeah. like, being vague about it. Right. right. You know, so if you wanted to get technical, I guess maybe they were talking about Steve Belichick. But. To Mike's point, the other guys are basically telling you what they're going to be doing. No, yeah. I think, but I think if I had a concern about it, it would be why are we having aud- seemingly having auditions for who's going to be right. your offensive coordinator? And that's why I think they're not. Well, I think that they know. We just don't know. Well, here's the thing. I broke the job of offensive coordinator into three parts. And in some teams, one guy does it all, and sometimes it's broken up. you got your architect, 
your game planner, and then your game caller, your play caller. So who's going to do each of those, or is one person doing it all? I don't know, but but it's important to answer that question. Who's the architect of the offense? Ray Perkins. Who's <laughs> who's putting in the game plan, Bill and Belichick. then who's calling the plays? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know? The offense, I don't think, structurally, fundamentally, is going to change all that much. I think it's the same offense – that Brady ran for 20 years before here. Yeah. It's the Ray Perkins run. They might not system. have. That's, yeah. the, that's their system. Right. They might not have used as many of the plays in the playbook last year because they had a rookie who didn't know all the plays. But it's the same, I think, the same offense. It looked pretty much the same with a few wrinkles here. Yeah, I mean, they they're going to accentuate of, different things yeah. based on the strengths of Mac Jones. And, and who the, the personnel you know, they have to work with will be. But I think it's important for not us so much as the players to know who do I go to? Who's in charge? When, when I'm on the field, I don't just go to my position coach. Who is in charge of this offense? I think it's important for the players to know that more than it is for us to know it. It would be great if we could know it too. But And maybe maybe they do. Maybe they do know it. I, I and the, and the coaches are being intentionally vague. But no, I think they know. I oh. think the coaches themselves know what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I, then for a guy like Joe Judge to come out and say that no decisions have been made, I haven't been told, either he's lying or they're really keeping him in the dark. And that, to me, isn't good either. Well, yeah. he ain't the guy. That's yeah. what I mean. Either they didn't tell him or he's, he's lying. Like, and they did like, tell him and you know, he's not the guy. Now, uh, you know, or he in, is the guy. They're in shorts. It's, they're not running plays. But, like, wouldn't if you're going to be the guy that's going to be the architect game planner, at least, you, wanna, you, you look at it with a certain eye, mm-hmm. even with what's going on now. Like, oh, this guy really looks good running that route. This guy's hands, I'm not sure. About See, him. but I kind of think Bill's always been the game planner. For offense, too? Yeah, for everything. Yeah. I don't know. I thought lately Josh, he left that to Josh, but maybe. I, you you, I mean, you be might right. be right, but I, I mean, I go back to a thing that we always cite, the, the 2009 documentary that mm-hmm. fulfills yeah. all the answers to right. all of our questions for every so, scenario. But that was, I know, it was a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, I, I mean, long since Josh ago. has been back, I think, I think Bill has given him the reins. I don't. I think he called the plays. I think Josh called the plays. Really? I think Bill came You don't up think with he was plans. the game planner? I, I don't – again, I, that doesn't make yeah. me right. No, I know. I know. It's hard to, it's hard to like, say. I, like, I thought what, that was all part of, like, Bill opening, opening up, up his world. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> a whole new world. <laughs> yeah. Hop on my carpet. Oh, yeah. Uh, a couple points I just want to make is that, I, like, I, I understand what Matt Patricia and Joe Judge says, said yesterday of that we have been in this system for a long time. We can teach this system, you know, the terminology, the places that they're at right now um, – but I, I have the same kind of concerns, and, and I hear what Eric's point, but I, you know, and I hear your concern too, Fred. Of I've looked at the coordinator as kind of, I don't want to call him an artiste, but somebody who's a little bit above the fray, who's thinking about strategy and those things. And you know, can a guy who goes Wednesday, Thursday, Friday practice coaching the offensive line, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday practice coaching Mac Jones specifically, can those guys manage both of those things and go from such a micro coaching standpoint to the more macro kind of point of view of an offensive coordinator where you got to take in all the pieces and put he it together. He just added a concern for me. I didn't even think yeah. of it that way. Well, well, but but Josh did that for a long yeah. time. He was yeah. the quarterback's coach. Yeah. Kind of. He focused on the quarterback. Right, and that, and that makes sense, I think. to Joe. If you said it was going to be Joe Judge, okay, fine. I mean, he's in there. He's going to be sitting with Mac. But, you know, if it's Matty P, does that mean, our, well, I guess Billy Yates maybe is talking to the offensive line about what they need to correct. I mean, I think about all the times I've heard sound bites from Dante Skarnecki and all the things that he would be sharing on the sideline with the offensive line, if Matt Patricia's calling plays, 
You now well, have a, 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 like your third string guy as the one who's coaching. The it's funny. Line. I, I did get a chance to talk to somebody this off season who was in mm, coaching. Mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> Story that will never be aired. Um, <laughs> and was asking him about a, a previous season when a certain player, and I forget who it was, was the uh, position coach. And he laughed. He literally laughed out loud. And I'm like, well, what's so funny? And he goes, that dude wasn't my position coach. He never he said that. It said it in the media guy, but he wasn't my position coach. He never did anything with us. Hmm. It was in name only. It was this other guy who was like a coaching assistant who did all the work. Huh. So in this scenario, Deuce, it's possible that Matty P could be listed as offensive line coach, but Billy Yates is actually doing all the work, and Matty P is – well, being the offensive coordinator, it's possible. It, Nothing's it's, out. It, obviously, it's possible. And it, but I would say if Patricia truly is the O-line coach on game day two and when the offense comes off the field, he's the one going and doing what Dante did with them, telling him what they did wrong, then I think, to me, that should should rule him out for calling plays because I would, as a head coach, I want his focus being on the O-line. So that he knows what to tell them yeah. when they come off the field. Yeah. Deuce's point is, and, I, I hadn't really thought about it that way. You're right. I don't. I, don't, I mean, and there's uh, another level again. to it too with whatever Matt Patricia was doing last year as the Ernie Adams role. So now you might not even be just losing your offensive line coach if he's calling the plays. You're also losing an eye in the sky, right? Consigliere to Belichick. So it's. I mean, it's thin. It's thin. I respect those guys. I'm happy, you know, that they're in the mix. I know that they know what they're doing, but. I, I like you guys. I have concerns of, of how is it going to be uh, an offense that hits the next level with this kind of you know hodgepodge style a little bit. Yeah, and it, you know the coaches as we've been talking about since the show started that that's obviously the main news. But we also made an announcement today with Vince Wilfork. Yep. Yeah, big news. Um, big officially Vince. official, uh, the, the latest member of the Patriots Hall of Fame. And uh, no, I don't think that comes as a, a huge surprise to. To most people, fan favorite, and obviously a great player. Mike, so Mike Vrabel's in his office in Tennessee just going, yeah, another year, Forget another it. spring, another whatever. <laughs> congrats to Big Vince. I, you know, I think everyone on the ballot this year will get in eventually. I just think that it was Vrabel's turn, but mm. that's just me. Me too. I threw, I, I I threw like a few vote. votes to Vrabel yeah. yesterday just to see if, a if few, it was huh? close. Oh, you were able oh, to yeah. vote more than once? I didn't oh, think yeah. you could do that. Three, three times. Is this Chicago? Just, just three. Early and often? That's the Chicago way. So, yeah, so congratulations to Vince. That'll be fun having him back up here whenever they decide to do that. Yeah, I asked a couple of the coaches this morning in the first part um, just about Vince. Liked hearing uh, DeMarcus Covington, D-line coach now, was here later than after Vince had retired, but still said that they put him up all the time in terms of his film as how they want guys to play. And the ability, I think, that was what was impressive to me just as a fan back then was Vince's – Ability to kind of look like a nose tackle, but I think in in 2011 especially, I think of that Ravens game. Sorry, Paul, to bring that one up uh, in the playoffs, just where he was dominant. I mean, just as as dominant as a defensive lineman can be, um, moving him a, a variety of ways. Ger, you know, Gerard Mayo saying, you know, we played him at nose, then all of a sudden we move him outside to D end, and every single time that you knew the team was running the other direction. So uh, he was awesome player. I know he's beloved, and hopefully we'll be able to have a big ceremony here this summer. Get, a, get all the crowd out. I know he'll he'll get a good turnout. Yeah, that's good stuff. I wish we knew, like, uh, you know, the actual vote count, like how close it was. You know, it, no one ever knows. Not all. even you? No. Not even you? No. Wow. Yeah, my guess is it wasn't all that close. But that's, yeah. again, kind of like the who's calling the place. I have no idea. Just it's my a, guess. It's <laughs> a closely held secret. 
Yep. And a couple of transactions as well. Yeah. Oh, Eric yeah. King. Eric King. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, as well as Devin Hafford, who was the, the cornerback. The next Edelman. Yeah. Not the next Edelman. And, Nothing. And no, the no. other thing we have to talk about, because we haven't had a show since, is the schedule. Oh, wow. The schedule's out, Eric. The schedule came yeah. out. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even realize. Yeah. It's amazing in the offseason things get buried, major pieces like that. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> it was a big Thursday what, night what extravaganza. Our whole, our whole fall has been playing <laughs> the role of Paul over there. <laughs> what, huh? we, what were <laughs> your guys' you reaction doing? to the, the schedule? I think it's a tough it's a tough road. I thought it was going to be a tough road yeah. no matter how they laid yeah, it I out. I knew the but opponents, so I was yeah. a little concerned about the <laughs> schedule but too. uh <laughs> a lot of 2014 similarities that's kind of what i wrote about in my analysis starting with two games on the road the first one being in miami at one o'clock just like in 2014 you got the nice week 10 bye, which is like always it. good to have it roughly around mid-season you got the back-to-backs in the south in the desert which we thought was going to happen they requested and was granted so expect them to probably be out in uh uh probably stay in arizona not go to vegas for the week but yeah, um, I, I wouldn't blame Bill if he wants to keep them away, exactly. as far away from Vegas as possible. Right. Heck yeah. But we were, we were kind of speculating. Uh, Jed Fish is still at Arizona, right? University yeah. of Arizona. So maybe they Tucson. coordinate and oh. use his, uh, yeah. his facility over there. It's, it's good thinking. You know? Yeah. Um, and ending with Buffalo again. Oof, that's got to give you a little like. Yeah, that was what stuck out to me a little bit was the same uh, AFC East kind of yeah. lineup with bookends on the Dolphins, Jets, Bang bang in the middle, mm-hmm. and then at the end with the with the Bills. Yeah, that was odd. That the similarities with the Miami early late, Buffalo both late, and yep. the Jets kind of in the middle. That's exactly yeah. the way it was last just, year. Yeah. For me, it's just selfish reasons. But two Thursday night games in a row, one on oh, Thanksgiving, right. that Horrible. stinks. Four night games in a row, and then four night games in a row. Yeah, yeah. we might have to, like do something with the post game shows in that <laughs> yeah. that month. Har- Hardy, Hardy called me yesterday. Freddie's all up in arms. Yeah. Make him in a little half hour, <laughs> half hour quick hitter. Like, how about ninety minutes for yeah. this? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm optimistic right now because it's all those one p.m.s to start. Yeah. 425, but a oh, lot of just oh, one just Sunday, one wait. Sunday, and then you're going to get to wait. that. Yeah, the, the, that the essence. The, the essence. Now, I we do the shows, right? The pre and post game shows. I have Hardy and I have Deuce. Those are my two co hosts, right? The essence of both of them were on full display when this when the schedule came out. Hardy, four primetime games in a row with question marks, and Deuce. 10 1 o'clock games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glass is half full, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it, Not butchered at all. <laughs> tough schedule. Um, and, and the Raiders preseason game. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. that was a surprise uh, away. And, and now we're speculating if we might be able to go out there and, and do joint practices. And I mean, th- with the Giants first, they've always kind of done joint practices with them the yep. third week. So, well, it's funny how we were just talking well, last Thursday about how the last time the, the Giants were the. Yeah. The one, uh, excuse me, the, the, the week one yeah. preseason game, and then they made yeah. it happen that, that night. That was one of those that when we were talking about the fact that they might move that Giants preseason game, you know, like you listen to this show, you, yeah. might, you, you might, might learn something. You might catch something like yeah. in, in passing. Yeah. We but thought there was a chance of that based on the, the schedule of schedule. events here at Gillette yeah. Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, are they going to do three sets of joint practices? I mean, it sounds like the Panthers are already kind of teed up. That was the yep. rumor earlier in the offseason. Matt Rule actually said it in March at the annual meeting. So yeah. it seems like a lot if they were going to do all three. It wouldn't three. surprise me, though, it, it, even if they don't do it with the Giants, maybe they do it with the, the Raiders because of Josh and it's a big trip. Yeah. Who knows? Just strange to go cross-country yeah. in the summer. And yeah, then see no go reason to go to Vegas for a preseason game unless you're planning on doing joint practices. Right. Because yeah. it seems like a long haul just to go there and play one meaningless game. 
in August. Vegas right. in August. Right. But didn't we hear rumors that the Raiders were actually going to come here and do a joint, and then everybody was going to go back? Well, either way, it could either. Well, I, you know, I like, I I like your way better. Yeah. But, <laughs> but but either way, yeah, something we we won't find out about. Yeah, this now, if we were like anywhere near like Vegas itself, then I'd say sure, I'll go to Vegas for a couple of days, watch some joint practices, and you know, I just play hope a little they're indoors. Do they have? Are they outdoor practice facilities? There? I don't. Know. I don't know what their facility. I mean, yeah. it will be. You like could melt. One hundred and ten. I, I worry about you. I, no, so I, it's hot. it's unsafe. Well, remember the? I mean, in Tennessee. Yeah. That in 2019, oh, how was, humid that was. That was as hot as you could be on the practice field. Yeah, and the desert, well, it's a dry heat. I know. So well, that's the funny okay. thing is like, oh, they're getting ready for Miami. <laughs> but I'm still like, heat. Well, Miami, that's pretty humid. This right. is desert dry. So it's we, not uh, the same yeah. thing. And they have an indoor facility in Henderson, Nevada. Okay. Henderson? That's right, out, that's Got right outside family? Vegas. Got now, some family yeah. out there? Now, nope. if we, if, assuming that we do have joint practices Beautiful. there, Fred, and Boulder I City. assume we'll go out, you know, maybe we'll try to do the shows like we have the yeah. last couple of years. Sure. Um, one member of our party will not be making that trip. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Eric, you have <laughs> I made, made a little announcement yesterday that uh, Paul is still reading and told me so <laughs> when I came in this morning. I think I, I got through War and Peace quicker than that. Uh, yeah. Uh, this, uh, this is my penultimate show. Thursday will be my last one. And then Friday, my last day with the organization. Off to bigger and better things. Let's hope so. <laughs> I don't, uh, don't know exactly where or when or what I'm going to be doing next, but... Uh, I think it's time to, to give it a shot. Yeah. Not getting any younger. Uh, there's a lot of things I like to do and want to do, and you know this will free me up to, to explore that. Yeah, so I think. Now, Freddie, if we go to Vegas, will you come? No. Deuce. Let's go. It's going to be bad. <laughs> I mean, maybe I could be persuaded to so come me and for you are going to try to We're going to try to watch wanna. practice <laughs> and run the show. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Just I mean, I'll, I'll go, but <laughs> Two like, like I usually do, I'll come in. Before the game, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We'd come back here. For the good right, thing is the, the airport is right at, at the be beginning of the strip, the so you can get get off the plane, go hit a few rounds at the blackjack table, go over to the practice facility. Right. right. Yeah, I, I definitely could find some time to do a little blackjack when I'm there. I'll find some time to watch you do blackjack. That'll be. I'll cheer you. Watch on. you? What? You've never played? No, I've played. Play? I, I can play. Paul's a card counter. Did you know that? Are you? Yeah. Oh. Do you count the cards? I don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting thrown in a trunk and driven out in the desert for you. Yeah, I'm, too, I'm too stupid to count cards. <laughs> like Ken Jeong in the, <laughs> yeah. the hangover. Dude. <laughs> right. My Pull him out of the trunk. hanger. <laughs> you what? <laughs> that was a little f- unexpected frontal nudity in that movie that I was yeah. not uh, I was not anticipating. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, what are you talking so, about, Willie? <laughs> and Matt, you'll be out with us, right? Oh, yeah. Holding down the fort. Won't be able to make that drive, though. Not like the last time. We flew to Philly, um, uh, Tennessee, I mean. Yeah, yeah get, you just had get, a heart get attack time. getting onto the plane with all your stuff, and they're like, you got to repack yeah. that. That's too heavy. <laughs> like, just drenched in sweats. Just oh, bring yeah. some, bringing him back to Afghanistan. So that's, repack uh, all this yeah, that's, gear that's a look at the preseason. You know, Giants, yeah. Panthers, Raiders, and it looks like um, all, if uh, at least two out of three, but it looks like all are – Definite candidates for some joint practices. Yeah, yeah. And then you start the season off Miami uh, with Miami in Miami. Yeah. So that's not I- be that's that's not ideal. So I that mean, could be maybe why Bill wants to go to Vegas if he goes. Just yeah. you, know, is, you know, humidity, dry yeah. heat, barometer. You know, thin out although, that blood. Although if they're going to be working out indoors, then I'm not. Oh, sure. not yeah. even get yeah. the benefit. So what's right. the point? Right. What are we doing? 
Well, Bill will just tell Josh he wants to go outdoors. He'll tell Josh, we're going to practice in Miami because that's our first game, okay? Right. Can you meet me in Miami? We'll join practice there. Then we'll go to your place, play the game. I love it. I love it. And I would like to hear what fans think about the Patriots' uh, schedule release video with Ernie Adams. Mm -hmm. See what they thought, if they liked it or not. Also dropped a uh, ranking, which you took me to task on a little bit yesterday. Well, not only I. And Sosie. Sosie. Bob Sosie. Yes. Yeah, he did. He did. Yes. He oh, did I already not. forgot the word. What happened? Urbanity. He did not like. What happened? Oh, he, he didn't like my uh, – he, he basically harumphed at my ranking. I did too. What ranking? I put out the ranking of all the road trips. I ranked the 32 oh, to 1. All right, without – Guy, I told you where I was. I know. Yesterday. I know where you were. So I good. Know. Paul, yeah. you haven't read it. Yeah. Without reading it, what do you think Eric ranked as his number one destination? Oh, you're asking me to get inside the mind of a genius. Yes. I don't, I don't care for the sarcasm, Paul. Best – your best road trip, thirty-two, yeah, yeah. NFL yeah. And that, locales, and, and that includes favorite. that includes the international destinations because two New York, two Los Angeles. So you count London and Mexico City, and that's thirty-two. Yeah. Okay, then London. Would be no, one. not no. number one. Not no. number one. No. Okay. Close, but uh, not number one. Not overseas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. The other one couldn't have been on the list. No. Uh, all due respect. <laughs> uh, let's see. Eric's favorite. Road trip. I think food. Think oh, well, that's it's food. It's food everywhere. Everywhere you go. It's food everywhere. I mean, that's what we do. So we Saturday yeah. nights we food. go out. Right. You know, that's what we do. Atmosphere. Um, yep. I'm gonna say rain. Oh, oh come on, on. juice. <laughs> Seattle. Yeah. yeah. See. But you wouldn't. You think it's too long. You let him to he it. Spoiled it. You yeah. let him to. What were you gonna say? He spoiled it. But I was gonna ask Miami, uh, but. Seattle, I mean, ah, you sorry. said rain. Yeah, but, like how Seattle? Seattle was a good trip. Yeah, it would not have been my favorite. No. but but I, I I understand what he's talking about yeah. with Seattle. I liked that trip. And again, it's not just you fly in, you go to the game. No, that, I that's know. not. The, it, it includes it's you everything. know how long could you possibly stay? The what's arts. There to, what's yeah. there to do? Shopping. What, how good is the food? You know how See, close are you to? Uh, it's funny that 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 would be so good on his list, so high on his list with the food. With all the seafood, right? Yeah, yeah, but there's more than just the seafood. There's a good right. mix of you a variety of stuff. Yes, I have for trying. But like seafood. in Seattle, yeah. might taste different. There, right? <laughs> the Pacific, you right. waters you instead of the Atlantic. Northwest. You can right. throw the seafood. You there. can. I've seen them throw oh, the seafood there, over yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. We've been there. We have been there. We had them going right by us. Right, I was right there by. Too. No, I, I took issue with that. He did, but Bob so took issue because my last. My my thirty second out of thirty two was Bob's number one out of thirty two. What was that? What was that? Green Bay. Oh, see, because yeah, of the yeah. history. Yeah. See, I th that makes yeah. that makes perfect sense. Right, yeah. right, it makes perfect sense. I, I'm Green Bay. The fact that it's Lambeau Field doesn't put it high on my list. Exactly, though. Right. Right. right, exactly. Trips. Now I don't know if it's last, but yeah. well, because but what would a trip to Green Bay look like for a fan? Like you exactly, fly, it. and then how long like, is the drive? Other than the game, itself, two hours from the nearest two big hours, city. and well, once you're there, what else you is have there to, to do besides to to Lambeau? The, you have to go to Green Bay's museum, exactly, and then you go to Appleton. What's an Appleton? Right. It's a, that's where all the bars. Are. It's a college. It's a college town. town. It's a college town. So, like, if you're an adult, yeah, yeah, right. It's if not you're an adult, no, I, I agree. If, if you're an adult, you're flying to Milwaukee, driving two hours. You know, maybe stay overnight in Milwaukee. You wake up in the morning. You drive two hours to Green Bay. You go to the game. You drive two hours back. You fly home. Yeah, there's I nothing to Bob, do there. And Pittsburgh was another one high on Bob's list. I like. Pittsburgh. I, I like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's an. I like Pittsburgh. I do. Interesting little town. Yeah. I do. I had him in my third string. I broke him up into thirds. Just to you know, sort of give him like a, you know, like a, a depth chart. 
starters, backups, and third string. And Pittsburgh was high on my third string. It and was then close he, to being a backup. The one he had really high was really high. Uh, the, the Commanders, <laughs> Washington Commanders, yes. which I oh. completely disagree with. Well, well I, Eric loves I, Washington. I, I do. The stadium's a dump. I, I agree with you on that part. I, I may the capital missed, of our country. I may have missed. I may have overly graded the stadium. It probably should have been a C. I gave it a B minus. It's a dump. Probably, probably more of and a C. And they're in Maryland. They're not even in D.C. Now, right, and, in, in, and you don't – Right. See, I, I'm jaded by all these by based on where we stay. Right. Like, I've been able – like, Buffalo, to me, is a terrible stadium – yeah, terrible. I mean, sorry, terrible city. Yep. But we always stay right where there's a million different places to do something. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's fine. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like it would probably be in the middle of my pack. Right. Yeah. Of, of, of road trips. Whereas like every time we've gone to Washington, we've never been near Washington. Uh. Well, we one we did, time one time we, pre- we stayed it was downtown. Preseason. Right? No, it was a regular season game in oh. December. Okay. In 2011. Yeah. Right Drop, after there was an Army Drop Navy out. game there the night before. So the the. It was the Gronk, uh, uh, yeah. Ryan Kerrigan. I, I, dragged I, Ryan Kerrigan. We like to call it the Gerard it's Mayo. The Gerard Mayo. Yeah, but there was still Army Big in one play. end zone and Navy in the other end zone because right. they had just played the game the night before. Right. Um, but we stayed downtown, right downtown. We stayed literally like a block away from the White House. It yeah. was awesome. Like I, I like Kansas City. <clears throat> Kansas City's good. I good like that trip. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, you know, we when we're grading these trips, are we doing everything? Like yes. Well, he, he, I am. Convenience. He, stadium. Yeah. He yes. gave a grade Food. for the stadium, and then he gave, and then he combined it. Right. So I considered where the stadium is, how good the stadium is. Uh, so what came out on top on that list? Just out of oh, curiosity. Places like I, that I haven't been to, like Vegas. the Vegas one, the L.A. one. Right. Um, yeah, you know those one. are a, yeah. but the, you see them on TV. Those yeah, the Tottenham, the new Tottenham one. Those are and A plus Dallas. stadium. Dallas, Dallas is an A plus stadium. Yeah, I mean I like right. H- I like Houston and Detroit for the stadiums themselves. I like yeah. Denver Stadium. See, well, that's the thing. Like I, I that, said, Detroit should have been higher. Detroit. Well, that's the thing. Like I gave a high grade for Detroit's stadium, a middling grade for the locale yeah. because it's it's got some really rough edges to it. It does, but, but downtown, but all the but, cities do. If you're only going right. to be there for a night or two, there's yeah. a lot of things to do. No, right. I, I get it, but I I didn't want to be like a uh, uh, Mike Mayock and have like five ties for third right. place. Like, that I, is so I funny them. that Bob. Got I went really thirty-two upset to one. Yeah. I made that's a choice. Great. Yeah, I I, I mean he. W- I'm sure he was not mad. Oh no, but, no, but I don't. Was like yeah. you know, you never know. I love Seattle. I haven't been to anywhere near the number of stadiums you guys have been to, but but Seattle was awesome. Yeah, I mean, like I've had right. them all. <laughs> I've, I've had them all over the world. <laughs> the, 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 I mean, I've talked about it before. The the drum band, the the convenience of all the, the bars, the fans that walking surround, there, the fans yeah. walking in, how into it they were. Right. Even in that 08 game with Matt Castle, they were out of the playoffs. They oh yeah, still were like it was totally like, the twelfth man. Everything yeah. was on the line. Uh, I thought that was just an awesome. I mean city. Tennessee. Because that, that's the top ten. Yeah, that's one of my top ten. See, now that's a terrible stadium, though. Yeah, it's a terrible. Is it stadium. A, but it's it a, looks like this one. It is. It's, it's exactly the same, like this. It's the same architect. Same architect and everything. <laughs> yeah, they just don't have a lighthouse, Deuce. It would um, make sense. Funny. You know, there's no funny. water. Funny. Other but we don't have a lighthouse we, now. You either. get Nashville, <laughs> and Nashville is right. like party city, completely taken off into the greatest NFL destination. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like great karaoke. We had. I mean, how much fun do we have that on that on that trip? This guy, yeah, Deuce, Matt guy. doesn't still Deuce have and, 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 uh, Between Deuce and Matt. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. 
you know, the two new guys karaoke and me and Matt no socks just, you know, what have we done? Sidling up to the bar. You know, New Orleans is great because you can walk everywhere. I can't say I can't imagine there's a better all around one than New Orleans. Yeah. Any any stadium that's within walking distance of the city, yeah. gets higher grades. You can do book. anything you want in thing. New Orleans and, still, yeah. and walk from wherever yeah. you wanted to do it to the stadium. You know that's why you know Gillette Stadium. You know, no disrespect to Patriot Place, but if it was in Boston, it would have much the same oh, stadium. Yes, in Boston, much higher on much the list. Higher. I mean, yeah. thank yeah. God for Patriot Place or the Hall. Like, right. I mean, what did they used to? How do you pitch people driving out here to it come into town? I know the team was terrible. Literally, it was a truck stop. You know, yeah. it still is. In some parts of Route One, is a truck stop. Right. But, but New Orleans is like not just the Super Bowl weeks, which are awesome, but like th- there's all kinds of food. Then the food is fantastic. Oh, the music. Yeah. The it's music, yep. the culture, and the environment, and then you go to the state. And you even have a there's even a casino right there, right? Like that, like within walking See, distance. I, I, I and I and New Orleans drops a little bit on my ranking because the stadium is in a good location, but the stadium itself is kind of a dump. Uh, it's 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 old. You know, it's yeah. old. It's, it's dated, kind of yeah. it's kind of dumpy. So I factor all these things in, and I tried to make a. Where did New Orleans did, finish? Uh, it was like twelfth, I think. Yeah. It was like oh, close to yeah. Feels yeah. Low. Feels yeah. low. Yeah, well, it for me it is, but like that's that's the whole point. Like, no, I, I didn't no, want it to be a list where, where redo it do exactly. It I didn't want it to be a list where everybody was like, yes, that's right. exactly right. I Listen, agree with everything. You have you no, have three, the whole point you have three more days. Redo it. Get back to me. <laughs> then you can go. Well, I think you're right, and it's it's somebody who maybe is like a football history crazy person that just wants to go to Lambeau Field and experience that. Like right. for them, they're but like, that, this but is that's it. it. Exactly. You know? That like that's, that that, that is to it. me is ninety nine percent of why Green Bay would be on your list. It, is totally. That's right. I don't really like to food. Say, simply to say you like went eating. to Lambeau Field. Right. I just want to watch football in you're an old fashioned place. Uh, you're checking all. a box off of your list. Yeah. To, to and go to Green Fred, Bay. you've been to Lambeau a handful of times. Yes. Like was there anything that like any kind of experience that moved you in any no. way? Like no. And the lunch moved me a little bit. But but your bowel yeah, <laughs> but it's not like you're, you know, like that. some people are really Jeez. into the history. Some people have Kurt. no interest in it at all. I would say Fred's like in the middle. I think Fred appreciates it. I mean, I like seeing the ring. And, you yeah, know, and I mean, like it, it wasn't it was like, did I just treat walking into Lambeau like I did any other state? No, it was like, wow, this is Lambeau Field. But then I was like, okay, yeah, all right, I've seen okay. it. Yeah, it's cool. I also have memories a lot of, of history here. having to climb a ladder to get into the press box. Remember, we're like. It's like Jungle Gym and you know the auxiliary press box. Or the no, room? the actual oh. press box. Why would he be in the? Uh, th- That's that only be, for Paul. That would be with me and Andy. On. <laughs> That's right. Because you you saw the ladder and you're like, nope, <laughs> Eric. Yeah. I have to I have to be honest. I don't have any recollection of any ladder. We were like yeah. we're like underneath like. Did I have the... to go up a ladder? <laughs> Fred, did you give me a boost? I think you would remember going it's up a ladder. It's not quite. I like, don't. I don't remember. It's not quite like Buffalo where you walk through the concourse, uh, you know. And uh, but there was a point where we're walking like literally like. On like a grate, you would have you would have gotten oh, really scared because you don't like the grates. But can't do that. And we had to like climb up like a staircase with like the, it was almost like a ladder. I don't think that's anymore. It was the, it was the last time we went. It's like the Raven because that was the only time I went. Never and I was I with you and, going up a ladder. I was with you. I don't and, either. And you were like, "What are we doing? Like this is taking <laughs> forever there. to get here." Gil Santos went up that. Yeah. No chance. Yes. <laughs> How many? I think I might have only been there once. Uh, I don't remember Coming that. In three. Two, Did you go in 2006 one. for that yeah. uh, Favre yeah. game? The Asante Samuel game. Yeah. Uh, they sacked Favre and knocked him out of the Asante game. Asante Samuel right? couldn't play. What was Mexico City like? I didn't go. It was – I wish we had one more day there because we just literally flew in at night and played the game the next morning and were out of there. But uh, the stadium itself was not yeah, that it, great. Yeah, it was kind of beaten up. It's an it was old, an old stadium. stadium. Yeah. Um, but the city itself – 
We stayed in a be- we stayed in like the Beverly Hills part of Mexico City. It was beautiful. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Um, so if we had one more day there, it would have been great to go out to the pyramid complex out there, um, and just to do a little touristy stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, some people in our party were there, like with the marketing. I think they were there a couple of <laughs> days early, so they the were marketing. <laughs> the marketing. Yeah. Was there. They're with the marketing. They have their junkets. They have their junk. They do. They they have junkets. Kind yeah. of a unique location. So you know, give I'd it a give it a the look. Junket for this year it's will be on, Vegas. Uh, yeah. That'd be a Twice. big one. Twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, Give it a look on Patriots.com. Send us your comments. Say, say what you want to say about yes, it. Yes, rip Eric, not yeah. us. Rip yeah. it. Rip it if you want. That's or the whole wait, point. Save them for next week and then, right. then yeah, you can I can defend it. myself. All right, 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Lots to talk about. Rookies, OTAs coming up, schedule release, Eric's article. Um, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Coaches availability yesterday and today. It's actually going on now as we speak. Um, so Are you still monitoring, Deuce? Is it, are they still I would, going? Yeah, I'm, I'm it should done? be over by now, right? It should be just about over. Yeah. It's, it sounds a lot more play call talk. I'm seeing, you know, Joe Judge more of, more of the same. Yeah. Uh, we don't know who, but I'm ready, and I'll do it if I have to. We just want to get it right. You heard it yeah. yesterday. You heard it, you heard it today. Yes. All right, so let's go to the Ace Ticket Hotline. We'll start with Justin in Virginia. Hey, Justin. Hey, how's it going, Good you for guys? Him. Good. Hey, Jared. Good to miss you, man. Thank you, Justin. Most definitely. Hey, so I have kind of a fan theory. Um, I think Pierre Strong, Bill intends him to be like, if he's good enough, he intends him to be like one of the top two running backs and kind of cycle him in with Stevenson. And I'll, and I'll tell you part of like why. So LeGarrette Blunt, when we had him, he like got to the second level and he was just gone a lot of the time. And I think that's part of Pierre Strong's skill set. I'm not necessarily saying they're the same player, but I just think getting to that next level and just really turning on the Jets and just being gone. Like, what do you guys think of that? I think it's all part of rotation. I mean, I think they'll be all heavily involved. I just don't think they overthink it too much. I think they get a bunch of guys that they like, and and they'll let the injuries and everything kind of play out. I mean, there were a couple times last year they had I'm not, they were I'm thin. I'm not saying you know? he, got, he, he like took them in. And it's just no matter what, no matter how he plays, he's going to be slotted into that role. But I'm just saying, like, I think he's thinking about, like, life after Damian Harris. And I yeah, think I don't think he has that skill set. Let this kid play more than uh, he lets a lot of these rookies play. Yeah, I, I, I think that there's a big difference between what you're describing. Um, what I like about this pick is it kind of goes back to the way they used to do it. And they have a key player in a role who's nearing the end and – they don't wait for that guy to go. They get the guy before he goes, like Nate Solder before Matt Light retired. You know, mm. um, now what I Shane Vereen um, or, or you know James like White before Shane Vereen left. I think Pierre Strong is here to replace James White. Now, whether he's able to do that this year or next, I don't know. That goes back to Justin's no, point about how good he is. He's not an in-between the tackles runner. Uh, Legarrette Blunt is three times the size of Pierre Strong. Like, like I didn't say they were the same type of player. I just meant like getting to the second level and just being gone. Yeah, wow. I don't he's think that he's going to get to the second level as a ball carrier very let's, often. Let, let's face it. When Legarrette Blunt got to the second level, it's because the other team was way out of position, right? And he had a clear view to the yeah. the end zone, and and it happened. But it wasn't because of his speed, right? And I, and yeah. I do think Pierre Strong, I, and like I said, on paper he doesn't look like he's a a fit in the passing game, but. You know, I'm going to sort of trust a little of the, you know, the the people that I talk to on this a little bit that he has some of these skills in his in his arsenal and he is improving as a pass protector. 
Uh, he has soft hands, can run routes, and do all those kinds of things. And I do think Justin's right. He's electric. I mean, he has elite, elite speed. So if you can get this guy matched up on the edges, I think he can make some big plays. I don't expect that to happen between the tackles unless you're talking like, third and eight we're going to pop a draw here yeah. and then if it, if it opens to fred's point if it's in guys are out of position look out yeah. i think this guy's a home run hitter big time Thanks, i think Justin. he had something like uh oh god he had 27 touchdowns or 40 or more yards or something like i forget the number now i'd have to go back and look at my notes but this guy is a home run hitter if he's if you know if he can do it yep. yeah uh patty's in agawam what's up patty what's going on today guys hey, hey. cousin patty I was hoping uh, he Paul's could let me go on a sub. little bit of a rant, Fred. Yeah, and then, uh, I had a question about Vince Wilfork too afterwards. So I, I kind of wanted to touch on what Paul was going off on on Thursday. Um, how he's a little bit worried, and objectively, I don't know how you could look at how this. And I'm I'm speaking more specifically with the defense. What with, with the amount of turnover that they've had coming into the season, how any fan that 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 hasn't been watching this team for the last 20 years or more, like a lot of us have, um, wouldn't be worried about how this team's going to do, how this team's going to perform. Now, where I'm coming from, I, I do think Mac's going to be good. I think he's going to take that next step this year. Um, he loves football. I mean, maybe he, he tops out after this year or next year. But with just all new linebackers coming in, um, new cornerbacks, and like I said a couple weeks ago, you only have two guys that have proven they can get after the quarterback. I don't know how you can't be worried coming into the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, I, there has to come a time that, that they were going to have to move on from Collins and those guys. And I think, you know, a lot of us feel like, why did we kind of go backwards last year? You kind of had a chance in 2020 Thanks, to Patty. hit the reset button to give some young guys a chance. And how much did you really get out of that season I don't. I don't think you got a lot. You kind of went back to to the old guys last year, and you know now it's you're, you're right. You're tearing the bandaid off. I mean, these guys are you know draft picks. There are significant capital invested in them, and there certainly are guys we don't really know. You know, had had. It's just. I think it's 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 hard because in one way, I think people just wanted them to draft a new defense and put all these rookies in and. I, I think they have some young guys, and it's not as sexy because they've been around a little bit. And that's the part I like, you know, because I expressed a lot of those concerns that, that Patty was talking about. It's it's the same theory I just used with Peter Strong. It's don't draft, you know, Josh Uche and Ronnie Perkins and, and these guys now, like the year that Dante Hightower is probably going to step away and Jamie Collins is in, and Kyle Van Noy are going to go. They've been here a little bit now. P- Perkins is second year. Uche's third. You know, McGrone you know it was more of a red shirt kind of situation That's you ha- you have them in your system you, they have an idea of what they're expected to do and now you got to find out if they can play right and maybe one of those guys is the guy that can get after the quarterback well, well you know that's what you're hoping i, I, mean, I you know all valid questions yeah. so uh ben's in maryland what's up ben hey guys hey ben how long um, have you been in maryland oh, oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah we'll really miss that <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I really enjoyed your um, article today about the stadium. Oh, great. Um, and we're all going to miss you. So Thank you. Um, I have two quick questions, then I'll take it off the air. If Nikhil Harry um, went to the Packers, Ravens, another team like that, do you think he would be a legitimate wide receiver three? Or is it like a Patriots-only thing? And my second one is kind of hypothetical. 
Um, if Bill were to leave the Patriots right now, who would you trust the most to take over as head coach? Um, someone already in the organization. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. Oh. Thanks, Ben. Oh, oh, bite the bullet. Oh, yeah. wow. So the, the first one on <laughs> Gerard Mayo. I, I do yeah. think that if Nikhil Harry That's went to one. another team, he'd have a little bit more production, but he still wouldn't be that good. I, I do think so. I just because of the you know. I would agree with that. Yeah. Maybe, but I, I think I see the same player I saw in college, and yeah. I don't think he's going to be able to separate. I don't think he plays to his size. I think contested catches are a problem. I, I just I haven't seen I things that from him here. Him right. I like yeah. the way Fred put it. Yeah. I don't think he'd be any better, but he'd probably have more catches. Yeah. And maybe because they wouldn't be asking him to do all. Yeah. The his head wouldn't be swimming yeah. in it, right. and he could maybe play it. But maybe, I agree with but Fred. I don't think he'd be any better. Now, if I had to pick one person who's ex- existing on the team, um. Probably Gerard Mayo. I'm with Mayo. Yeah, yeah Mayo, 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 Mayo comes Mayo's to mind. Yeah, but it's between probably Mayo and Patricia, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you take anything? I think a couple weeks ago there was like it looked like Mayo might have been sitting with Robert Kraft at, at the Celtics game. I, oh, I, I, I clocked ooh. that a little bit. Maybe. There were a lot of uh, Patriots at the Celtics yeah. game. I love that yeah. basketball. Bruins too. Bruins too. They like free tickets. Is what I think. That's <laughs> that's the word. <laughs> I. I just one more thing on Harry though. We've watched him for three training camps. I've never seen anything out of him that makes me see. Can we just get that onto the game field? Like everything has looked the same as it does on the practice field. It's not like there's this secret skill set that he has that just doesn't come out. Like it's it is what it is at this point. So I, I'd be skeptical that he would be that much better anywhere else. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, more calls and emails here on Patriots Unfiltered. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx Delivery. Game Day Spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. 
We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And now, great moments in history. Uh, Burton, Burton Island says, now I've heard it all. Lady Gaga should get an Academy Award because Fred Kirsch didn't know it was Lady Gaga? <laughs> that, that was a good one last week. <laughs> when you put it like that. She was unrecognizable. <laughs> it didn't even look like her hair. So, so give the Oscar to the makeup artist. No, you know what I mean. No, not really. She, she was immersed in the in the character. I didn't realize it was her. Yeah. What's uh? What, what do you got? Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was yeah. a good one. Where yeah, yeah. He's the same guy, but it just it rolled. Brought something kind of different to it. That just right. It, it never took me out of it. But he was never he Oscar was worthy because I always knew it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> 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 he's mad now. Fred has that he's one mad now. Deuce and I. Deuce and I know. We know that. <laughs> 
we know. I mean, I was in the biz. These, so, these rubes over here. <laughs> no, what Deuce just said I made mean, uh, made perfect Eric, sense. With your experience on the stage, I would assume you would you would know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. Did you recognize De Niro? Oh, absolutely. Because he looked, a, he looked a little bit different, too. He's, he's, he's fat and old he's, now. I yeah. mean, well, but just, it's De Niro. It was just yeah. the part, like, yeah. you would... I understand what your point is. And about Adam, and the other one, the Adam character. Driver. Adam, you know yeah. it's Adam Driver. Right. <laughs> <laughs> People can't see you, Fred. Fred, it's what you're doing. Prominent schnoz. But I get your I point about... That's another great moment from... All right, back here, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Can't Lots of stuff on the table. Schedule release, Eric's release. <laughs> He's going off to bigger and better, spreading his wings, Yeah, I, like I should that. say. Got to jump out of the The world's nest. your oyster. I, really I don't think like oysters, though. I, you no. know, but I think you're in a good position. I hope you're right. I really do. I hope so. I, I expect big things. Um and then, of I course, rookies, coaches. Training. Right. <laughs> That's true, too. Right. Maybe you go back to St. Mark's. Be the first time I'd go there. What's that? <laughs> oh, you never played them? <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't play us. Get that Masters and Fred Brown that you always wanted yeah. to get. <laughs> they can ignore me, too, oh. like they did then. Oh, they'll, they'll take you in. Yeah, right. You could get in there in a heartbeat. Got life experience. Yeah. They'd be like... <laughs> Yeah, come on over. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, pay us the 150000 well, it takes to go to school here. That's the other thing. You busy? You want to take the SATs from my son? Oh. You got anything to do? No. Huh? Yeah. Good point. Feel like, uh, Are they still Lor- making kids do that? Lori Laughlin? <laughs> Actually, no. Really? Which is part of the reason why I made that crash joke. Yeah. Um, yeah, most, most schools now are either test optional or no testing at all. Good. Wow. For SATs? Yeah. Like they don't consider that? A lot, I shouldn't say most. A lot. A lot really? of schools are going that way. Wow. What, so were they just going on like extracurriculars and yeah. other stuff? Grades, grades, and yeah. What's yeah. what's what's like? <laughs> Let's essays. minimize the grade aspect <laughs> of it for uh, essays. Uh, essays. Got to write a bang up essay. Yep. All right, eight five five pat five hundred. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Let's get back to the phones for Shad's in Baltimore. Hey, Rashad. Hey, what's up? Hey, first, first, I have, I have to say, I got to say one thing about the lift, Eric. I don't know how you can have DC that high. The parking, the parking that just the parking alone. I mean, the stadium already trashed, but the parking it takes almost about an hour just to find parking and to park. At the Not stadium, you mean? At the stadium. You talking about at the stadium parking? Yeah, at the stadium. Yeah. At, at FedEx. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's a legit point because like we've always been. Uh, we drive. In, we yeah. drive in with the the convoy, so it doesn't really affect it. us. But right. yeah, that's something to take into consideration. Yeah, obviously, it, it's a dump. It's a real dump. But I, but I, I, I will say from 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 my experiences from the uh, stadiums I've been to, number one has got to be New Orleans. Just I mean, and, and the stadium and the experience alone. And it's the only dome stadium I've been to, mm-hmm. Denver. Den, I, I did like I did like going out Colorado. Denver was cool, but I don't like the cold. I don't. I, I can't do the cold. Mm. But Denver's Denver, in my top ten. Denver was number two. Yep. Yep. Okay. Denver's a good trip. All right. What and, did, what did you, uh, uh, can I say? Talk about the schedule. Sure. Um, I didn't want Miami. In, in the first week, but I, I, I mean, at, at least, at least we get them early and in Miami. So, 
get it out the way, you know, just like if, if you can't beat them in Miami, then I already know what type of season is going to be. But the first four games, they all tough. I'm, I'm, I'm at least happy that the home opener against the Ravens because I'm definitely going to that. It's an early September game going to that. Oh, you're coming up? Okay. Yep. And, then you, and then you got the end of the season where that, that Thanksgiving Vikings game and then the Bills, and then you got the Bills to end the season. Yeah. So yeah. Tough one. It's, like, <laughs> it's mean, a lot like last year. It's yeah. tough early. Yeah. It's tough hey, late. There's I, a little yeah. softer spot in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And you know what's funny? I think yeah. the softer spot in the middle is smaller than it was last yeah. year. Though. I didn't right. notice this on Thursday night when I was putting it together, but you know how we joked about how Oh, with the Browns getting Deshaun Watson, you can pencil that in as one of the first six weeks of the Patriots' schedule. Week it's six. week six. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing is, Perfect, if man. he does get suspended for six weeks, yeah, there's a chance he could appeal it and and be able to cut down to four. Game, yeah. Yeah. But, but, now, they, they were supposed to meet yesterday, with, right? With all that, yeah. What's that? With all that. I mean, I, even way with all that, I still think I still think the Patriots. You know, I still think they have a chance to at least make a wild card. Yeah, I mean, because maybe, cause maybe mm-hmm. nine and eight, nine and eight could get you that seventh spot. Especially looking at like how they got the schedule like placed out with like it's like certain matchups that's like late in the season. So that could be good for the Patriots. Hope springs eternal. It's, uh, we're going to test the team yeah. theory this I would year. Th- I would think that they should go Thanks into the shot. season. I don't think any Patriots fan would say they have no shot. No, they have. I mean, why? Why not? Sure. They have. To be in wild card contention, sure. Now I don't know. I don't think nine and eight will get you a wild card, but they should be in contention for a wild card, right? Yeah. I mean, I think you're going to know right where you stand at the end of the season with the four AFC matchups with at Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, at Bills, and you know what's that Bills game going to mean? Is it for the division? Is it for a playoff spot? Are the Bills resting starters? What does that look like? But another. You know, time that Mac Jones and this offense are going to have to go to Buffalo in January and, and have to win in, in tough conditions. Yeah, and the whole thing with the only one bye, too, lessens the likelihood of someone yeah, being able point. to right to do that, right? You're still kind of scrambling for position, and yeah. Uh, let's go to Spee in Fresno. Hey, Spee. Thank you for your service, Don Scalavano. Yeah. <laughs> Scalavano. I like Scalavano. that. Oh, it's Don <laughs> Scalavano. I like that. <laughs> That's what will become post- yeah, <laughs> the legend will live the on. Of Don Scalabano. <laughs> Don't ask me about my business. Yeah, see. Um, <laughs> That's a good Michael. I, uh, I don't know who's going to be around to agree with Paul all the time, but we'll see. I'm still here, SP. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, I'm actually the one who agrees with Mike all the time. That's what I get criticized hey. for. So I continue hey. to try to do it. insightful football takes. What you know, birds of a feather. What, are you gonna do? what have I ever done to make you treat me so disrespectful? <laughs> 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 um, Eric, I got a couple bullet, few bullet points for you. Just questions I want to know. Like, did the state of the team influence your decision to leave? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Just toss a bomb on your way out, Eric. No, sir. No, it had that had nothing to do with it. I don't watch losing football teams. Just forget it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not covering no losers. Um, next, are you going to come back for a spelling off later this summer? Oh, I I don't know. We haven't discussed uh, we haven't discussed that. All right, we'll see if we can learn. See what his back. day rate is. Yeah, right? Yeah, you got. I, yeah, I got to go with you know current current rates that must apply. Sure. Obviously, nope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, and uh, before I hop off, I just want to know because like a couple, you know, this uh, this list you came you came up with. Yeah, um, it's, it's perfect because it combines your interest in like 
travel and sitting in judgment. Ah, <laughs> good speed. Yeah. I wanted to see what you got with us. Uh, well, speed brought it today. I got to. I got to tell you, speed. If there were thirty three, Fresno would be thirty third on the list. Obviously. Oh. <laughs> I, I couldn't disagree with you there, but uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to hear what do you rank over the uh, the seven states in New England? What's your uh, what's your first and your worst? Well, there are six. First of all, not seven, but uh, rank the uh, rank the six New England crickets. states. You just <laughs> got you just got ratioed. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Oh, no. Roasted. Wait. Yeah, there are six New England the states. Six New England yes. states, not seven. Six. And someone argued um, that so Southern Vermont, Connecticut is out. Right. right. Yeah, uh, Vermont. Yeah, that's six. Right. No, I know. So um, I would say. Like, oh shoot! You're right. Yeah, of course. Right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling the plug on his own. Right. Oh, thanks, <laughs> me. <laughs> Embarrassed himself. Yeah. Yeah, Connecticut's got its its feet in two six there's areas six, here. They're part of the tri-state area of New six, York. Yeah, they want to be New England. With, they, Southern. They can't they decide. Be with New York, they six don't want to be with New England. Hundred percent sixth place. No, no debate on yeah, that one. Yeah, Connecticut we'll sixth talk, place because there's really nothing else to do in Connecticut either. Right. There's really not much to do. Casino. Oh, no. Yeah, the casino is like the big no. thing there. Yeah, you got your insurance in Hartford. Mystic Aquarium. Yeah, I've been there. Mystic Pizza, Lyme disease. It's great. I like Connecticut. That's where the name came that's from. That's right. right. Better yeah, than that's New true. Hampshire. But six, I would say. Uh, I would say New Hampshire's two. You're a big Maine guy too. Aren't you? Maine is big. Yeah, I like Maine. Oh, yeah, falls, Maine. Falls realizing Maine, Maine, Maine three, <laughs> Connecticut four, Rhode Island five, Vermont. Vermont six. Vermont six. Business. I mean, Hippies. all due respect to your academy. <laughs> you know, no, but and all you, all I you rich folks. If you like fishing and skiing, Vermont is <laughs> Vermont yeah. is up and there. Hippies. Right? Yeah, yeah, it depends on what you like. Yeah. Totally. Smoke dope. You like fish? Like uh, I spent my summers. I spent my summers in uh, in <laughs> Matt gets me <laughs> in uh, in Portland, Maine, in the Portland, Maine yeah. area. So Maine has a soft spot uh, in my I heart. Have, I might have New Hampshire a little high on the list. I was going to say that hillbilly highway. Yeah. I think Maine, I don't know. I, I think Maine's got Maine's up there. Maine's got a lot. Maybe Rhode Island's too. I got I got, yeah. Providence, good food. Yeah. Beaches, Newport. Yeah. Yeah. Newport. The beaches, Newport. The it's food up the hill. But I mean, just because like Southern Connecticut is more New York doesn't mean Connecticut doesn't have anything going for it. But what yeah. does Connecticut have going for it? I don't know. It's like, exactly. It's, it's, it's something. <laughs> Insurance. Something. You got no problem with the that. schools it, in Connecticut? It, it, there are some states that are pass-through states. Like, you get yeah. – Connecticut is how you get to New York. Right. Totally. Right. You know? Right. That's the And drive. it's hard to get – like, <clears throat> getting to Hartford, there's no easy way to get to Hartford. You're all back roads or small – Yeah. Like, like Yukon, uh, inter stores, interstate highways. Wait, yeah. Hartford? Take the turnpike. Did you say Hartford? Hartford. Yeah. Hartford is easy. a direct route. Like, Pike to Right. That's got well, if you live in Massachusetts, if you live in Rhode Island, you got to go, oh, like, Rhode Island. Who lives in Rhode Island? Hey. It's the number two state on our list right here. Well, I mean, wait, wait, let's yeah. not solidify that. I just said uh, yeah. I originally had it at five, and I and I rethought it, so I might have them a little too low. I'm yeah. not sure I'm ready to put them two. I, yeah, I think Maine. I, I thought Brody about putting them two, but I'm not sure I, I have that locked thought, in. The Rhode Island Lock it in. The Rhode Island Seashore is underrated. Oh, Rhode Island oh, Seashore. Yeah. I mean, they probably. We're called the Ocean State after I all. I know. I mean, come it's on. underrated. They do, have, they do have some nice beaches. And then, you know. And Newport is probably the best. Yeah. Yeah, and then probably the swankiest Providence the most is a, urbane is a good little city you know um, it is it's a mid-range city Fred, yeah. so. what? it's one of the 27 places you've lived that's right, right. So. I was born there I yeah. think it's a great city because it's got good food you've got some sports teams there I mean not the Paw Sox anymore but yeah you, you, kinda, you could get big city living without having the big city you, know, you get all those kind we of we definitely nice dropped the ball with the Paw Sox thing 
Yeah. They should have been able to keep the Paw Sox in Rhode Island. There's no Did reason people that people should be going that? to Worcester. The to see the, the, what no, would you think but, of the uh, New the England Sox, Revolution right. moving to Providence? I think that'd be that'd be a great uh, consolation prize to lose in the Paw Sox. Huh. They are the, Pawtucket wants to build. You know, with, when we take the the 95 and we go through the S curves, the S curves, yeah. and there was that old <laughs> Apex building. Yep. They they have plans to redevelop that area, and they are building a soccer stadium, a soccer only stadium there. Um, and they're trying to lure a team, probably like one of those NASL, those secondary soccer American soccer only. leagues. But yeah. if the Revs wanted to move there, come on down. Yeah, soccer only. They were talking about Sounds putting McCoy sense. there if they, w- if they right. were going to stay. Exactly. Yeah. They originally wanted to put the Paw Sox downtown where the old uh, 95, uh, 195 was. And the governor at the time and the, uh, the Speaker of the House were at odds. And that plan fell through. And then the guy who was actually in charge of the Paw Sox suddenly died. So that kind of put that plan to the – so they would have been downtown. They would have been called the Pro Sox. And then when that fell through, the P- Pawtucket came back in and was like, hey, we're going to make a big push for the, pa- the Apex area and build the, uh, the stadium is, there. That, that's not open, is it, that what? Apex store? Oh, no, that's been vacant for yeah, years. Yeah, but you always see cars there. Yeah, I know. What that, are they that's doing weird. It's, it's, I, I don't Something's know. Locals going throw on. barbecues I, in the parking lot. Yeah, some locals use it for like really? yeah, yeah, things going they're not on supposed in that to, place. probably. Yeah. But More yeah, they want smoking. Yeah. <laughs> Paul. Yeah. <laughs> but that could use a little revitalizing. So if the Revs, the revs want to consider it, consider it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to some emails. <laughs> Webradio at Patriots.com. Solman in the Bay Area. Uh, some quick thoughts on the schedule. First, he, uh, he likes the placement of the bye being in week 10. I agree. Yeah. 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 Uh, second, Bill always says you need to be playing the best ball after Thanksgiving. Well, mm. looking at the games after Thanksgiving, ouch. That's a rough slate of games with the Bills twice, the reigning AFC champ, Bengals, Dolphins in back-to-back out west games. We know what type of team we have before, or we'll know what type of team we'll have before the end of December. And games I'm looking forward to the most in no order in non-division games, Bears due to the Fields versus Mac Jones talk. Uh, the Patriots had post-2021 draft. Raiders, for obvious reasons, and Bengals as a measuring stick. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I would say the last couple of years it hasn't been like that. And if it's, again, not like that this year, I mean, I, I don't know. The Cardinals by that point, Kyler Murray, probably dinged up. They're probably oh. – like something's yeah. probably wrong by the end of the season. <laughs> are they, play, the Cardinals, are they right? playing the Patriots? <laughs> right? You know, uh, like that's one uh, – oh, the early season make a chance, goose. but – I, you know, and who knows what the Raiders are going to be w- with Josh? But but I think the Bengals obviously went to the Super Bowl last year. The Dolphins have beaten you four out of the last five times, and and the Bills have you know done what the Bills have done. Book this uh, lead pipe lock: Jarrett Stidham versus Mac Jones, <laughs> December <laughs> oh, in wow. Vegas. Okay, well, yeah, it I always works out for the Patriots. I think the Green Bay game is you know a good good measuring stick. I I assume I mean maybe like some people don't think that they're going to be any good the Packers, but I always assume. That they'll figure it out. If yeah. they if they have one of those years where they don't, and they can't figure it out, then okay, then I'll I'll have been wrong. But I'm not going to assume. You won't know going in though. Week four, you right. might they might have lost a game or two. But even last year, remember that first game they where got they blown were out terrible. Week one, but I I think that they'll still be formidable as long as he's yeah. playing. I mean, even yeah. Tom Brady's worst years here, the Patriots were a tough out. You know, they sure. Yeah, and the only like the Packers, I would say. They, I mean, they don't have Belichick, so like I think Belichick was able to get by with less. I don't know if the Packers will, will have that ability to do it, but I think they will, and I think they'll win you know eleven, twelve games like they always do, you know somehow. Yeah. Um, Mike in Maryland, congratulations to Eric. 
He'll be missed, but he knows a year too early is better than a year too late. Mm. Amen. There you go. We need a cut of the all-time Eric drops. Please effort that Marine Corps. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's already on it. Oh, corporate speak. Wait right. for Thursday. I hope this departure to free agency sends a clear message to football operations and ownership. Uh, lock in the young core of PU. Signing bonuses. Their own <laughs> trainer on the team. What flights. young core? Diet Cokes, Millers oh. on the sideline. Is there anyone else we want to be leading uh, PU than the king of content, Fred Kirsch? No need to pause in this, uh, Juan Paul, and like Belichick, adamant no. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody reads an email. Like uh, whatever it takes, <laughs> Mr. Kraft, Patriots unfiltered the longest reigning active Patriots dynasty. That's true. Well, it started before the dynasty. <clears throat> started going. Be- started before podcasts. Yeah. It you did. were the first one? I know. What did you call it then? Just radio? Uh, Patriots, internet radio? Cyber IP, IP radio. Yeah, IP we called radio. it Patriots.com radio right from the start, and it was IP radio. Well, what a conversation that must have been, though. Was, I imagine Paul, no offense, being like, what? We're on the we're radio show, but we're on the internet? <laughs> How does that work? No. I, I mean, was, I wouldn't have known. I was in. I didn't know exactly what it all – I still don't know exactly beep, what it all boop, means. Boop, boop, but beep. when we started doing it, it was it was like the greatest thing that we did. We had so much fun. Yeah. That was when Brian and I used to just go at it every day. It was great. And there's just no and rules back then, right? <laughs> so you kind of model it after radio, but it wasn't radio. No, no FCC just monitoring. Something diff- right. So you could say whatever. Yeah, and we had, Play drops much and like music. we do now, we had a former uh, EEI producer who kind of started us and got us going. Yeah. What was the uh, Patriots Cyber Sideline that show? Oh, well, that was a video that was a video, show. A video show. That was a nightly. Right. That, was the, that was the first made for the internet. Nightly video show. Yeah, basically, right. Fred used to describe anyone, that anything, not just sports, anything. anything. Yes, right. It, uh, Fred used to describe that as like a nightly newscast on just the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So if someone wanted to see what happened that day f- to the Patriots, they'd be able to click on this, watch a what a five minute yeah show yeah. maybe yeah, and you'd be up to up to yeah. speed on everything that was the Patriots. And at the time, Brian and I used to have to be like reporters on that show. So we would have to put together you know, like our own package. I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, Fred, I don't know how to do this. I'm Carolyn <laughs> Jones. Like, That's okay. <laughs> Patriots. Patriots. Cyber, Cyber Sideline. Side side line. I mean, I came to it. I was into it, man. Like, 06, Brian Lowe. I mean, the, the training camp ones. Those would always be, I mean, reading, blog observations, and, you know, everybody else wrote. But, you know, the, the Brian Lowe, I remember waiting for it to, like, be released, you know, and be on California time and – what happened? I want to see some shots of the guys. And I, Brian, and we would Lowe. do the little debriefs on those. Andy yeah. and I would alternate, and yeah. you know, do, and that was even before we started doing the training camp podcasts. Yep, yeah. which so became part of even, our daily routine. So we also had a show that emanated from the old club at the old Foxborough Stadium, and it was called. I think it was called uh, oh. Patriots Cyber Cafe or something like that. Or was it Patriots Cafe? Pa- yeah. Maybe it's Cafe. Patriots Cafe. Yeah, and we Lowry. would we would record it or do it live during the the team's lunch and they would eat up there oh. and so we would just pull players over from the, the table. buffet line don yeah. lowry who was the pr guy ran the show and he would pull guys over and, and it was just like live conversations with guys during their lunch mm. it was great that would never happen today but no. that would be so fun <laughs> yeah. to just get yeah. a random pop in by like kendrick Bourne. like you know well we're doing the show like here all of a sudden he comes walking in hey, for uh, three minutes kendrick Bourne. kendrick what was for lunch today <laughs> right, right you know what's funny deuce no football. when we were in uh indy for the super bowl the way we had it set up for our radio show we were in this tiny little hallway in between where we were our offices were and where football ops offices were and remember we were doing that show and <laughs> paul and i were starting in on some argument about 
some particular player, and all of a sudden that player's position group came out of their meeting and they walked through <laughs> right past our thing, and they're watching us arguing about this particular guy, and we're like, uh, yeah. And then they walked by, they left, and we just continued on. But it was and then the next awkward. day they moved us. The next day they moved us. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. 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 Facts. The closest thing was was it Dorset that was on the bike when we were yes. in, when we were in Tennessee? Yeah, that was another and we one. We started talking yeah, about it, and we like, <laughs> and, and I was like, uh, Paul, Deuce, Paul. Yeah, but Deuce was there yeah. for like two days, no, and he's like, ah, like, ah. Deuce was not a big fan of. It's true, Philip Dorset. You never no. said anything to him then, did you? Though? No, no, no. I was I was still thinking about Derrick Henry. Oh, that's true. Uh, Cheddar's in Manchester. My personal favorite Eric moments were the discussions about his watermark photos. And extracts from his book, available to buy yet? Yes, it is. Oh, no, it no, isn't. No, it's not. You, you should self-publish it. Just get it out there. I'm not going to pay a publisher to publish my you book. You don't have to. What do you mean you just you put it up to? on Amazon. I don't think you have yeah. to pay anything. Mm. There's a way. You sure? My sister ha- is now on her Deuce third book. Deuce is telling you. Yeah. There's oh, a yeah? Way. yeah? There's a way. What does she write? It's like horror stuff. Oh. So how does you, so can you monetize it in any way? Yeah. 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 How, yeah. Do, how does that work? People download it, and they pay, and you get a cut. Yeah. But it's, a way. it's only a digital. It's not a hard yeah, copy. Yeah, it's just a digital. Yeah. There's a way to do hard copy too. I would. Yeah. Yeah. There's a way. You could definitely do it. So how do you get people to want to download it? Well, you start with your circle of friends, and then they download it, and you encourage them to do. Give us a review. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you know, yeah. So. Um, Doesn't sound like my fallback plan. No. <laughs> uh, for all the jokes and jibes over the years, <laughs> I do wish Eric well and hope he has a lot of fun on his well. new adventures, whatever they may lead. I hope He's so done too. some fantastic deep interviews and pieces <clears throat> with Patriots players. I look forward to the launch of his new podcast with Andy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. That, the odd couple. People yeah. wouldn't listen to that. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Back to football, and I'm still very much intrigued to know what RKK and Jonathan's behind-the-scenes thoughts are in the draft. After all, they said about the failures of the past five years to then drop down and draft a widely graded day-two guard. It almost feels like that was a direct reply from the head of the table to them. Ooh. Well, I, I mean, I get why everyone's upset, but I, I think you can't. If you're a manager, I don't think you can make decisions based on they didn't pick the guys you liked. Like, you have to right. at least kind of see these like, guys play and see what they are. I mean, if they all flame out, then, you know, sure. But I don't get the, the theory on that. I, admittedly, a lot of these um, lost, a lot of these get lost on me. But, like, how exactly is it a shot from Belichick to the Crafts to take someone who's right. ra- rated differently? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, like, to, like, sabotage my own team. Yeah. So he wants to, to criticize my drafts a lot? Like, yeah. right. how does that work? Cut off your nose to right. spite your right. face. Exactly. That's what that is. He took the guy he thought was the, the best option, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Can, we, I mean can we assume that? Yeah. You can, you can argue it could have been a different guy and that they took him too soon, but, I mean, they needed a, a guard. Like, no, but that I'm not even thing, arguing you know? that. Let's just say, f- for whatever reason, I they, they yeah. took this guy. Like, what's in it for Bill to say, oh, you want to criticize my drafts? I'll show you. So I'll just I'm I'll take do a bad draft. I'll take this guy that I'm I don't even do want. A bad draft. I, I'll take this guy I don't even want. I'll have a bad draft. So now next year he can say three years in a row. I'll like, right. why, I don't. I what's in it for him? <laughs> right. What's in it for that, Bill? That was really funny. Um, Anthony says, Eric, Mr. Cork Sniffer, you will be missed, and I <laughs> wish you all the best in your Somalian career. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the, not the word. I don't think it's not what it is. <laughs> that's what he wrote. I thought it was the Africa book. <laughs> suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, he's back in Africa. Yes, that's what he wrote. Uh, in viewing the schedule this year, it could be a rough year. I could legitimately see the team starting zero and four. The team will need to be at their best right out of the gate. 
and it doesn't get much respite in the middle with the Colts respite. and Bills. Um, <laughs> R-E-S-P-I-T-E. That's sandwiching some respite. Um, sandwiching some potentially easier matchups. Here's hoping we get some classic always works out for the Patriots breaks. I think you'll get a few of those, but I, I don't see anything you can pencil in right now. I really don't. I think you have the Jets twice, and who else? In Detroit. Browns maybe without Detroit. Deshaun. Detroit. The Bears. That's as close as you can get, I, I think. I'm not willing but to pencil I'm, in the Bears. There's no pencil. There's no no, pencil. I'm not I'll penciling period. in anything. I'll pencil period. in the Jets uh, at home. I won't even pencil in the one at New York. Because yeah. I do think they'll be a little better. They the should Jets. be. They um, had three first-round picks, didn't they? I think the I think one Jets game and the Detroit game. They play Detroit at home, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I can't see them losing to Detroit at home. Um, Jack says, for crying out loud, how can Detroit be ranked below Buffalo? Detroit has great ethnic food, is the home of Motown, and by its connection to Windsor, Ontario, hosts the busiest open border in the world. Who would not want to visit Windsor? Well, I again. I, I took a lot of things into consideration on, on my list. And one of the things for Buffalo was I, I do have a soft spot for Buffalo, having been there more than a dozen times uh, throughout the years. Um, but I would, if I were going on that trip as a fan, I wouldn't necessarily stay in Buffalo. I would go maybe either to Toronto or the Finger Lakes region of New York, which both of which mm -hmm. I mentioned in, in my little blurb about Buffalo. So you just go to Buffalo for the game, and you're not even in Buffalo. You're in Orchard Park, which is a suburb. So you stay in the surrounding area, which there's a lot of, like, beautiful countryside up in, uh, in that area. And you could go north of the border. And then you drive in for the game, you go to the game, and then you continue on, on your way. So ironic it's similar that, to uh, Detroit. Ironic that Eric's getting more attention for his writing as he's leaving than he <laughs> ever did <laughs> when he was here. That was a big piece, though. You put a lot of It was. Of, I put a lot of, of I worked on it all offseason. Well, the other part, um, I don't know how you guys feel about this. I mean, Eric obviously has a lot of different factors that he weighed in. But... I'm looking like the city, where I'm, you know, what I'm going to do in the city, mm -hmm. and then the the stadium and the game itself. That's mm -hmm. pretty much like, what he did. That is like, pretty much no, what no, he did. but like for Detroit, like the fact that it's close to Windsor, like I, I don't know, like that. I, I don't know if all of those things well, factor. What in. can I do when I'm there? Right, and I suppose you could do all of those things, but I'm not necessarily. I don't know. Maybe other people look like to me. Nashville is much pretty higher obvious. Up. Right, like I can, but Buffalo, like that's traveling too far. All those things you mentioned, right? It's like, that, that's kind of you know, like point. I'm going to go. You know, we're going to go to Indianapolis, and you know, the day before we're going to take a helicopter to Michigan. You know, like that doesn't count, right? Well, that's kind of what I was getting at. With and, and you can get to Toronto easily from Buffalo. You can get to Windsor easily from Detroit. I'm sure. not suggesting that these are like deal breakers. They're no. not, it's not that hard. But for me, it's more like I can be in my hotel and walk to. You know, twenty-seven incredibly fun-looking bars in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Right. That Mike and I, I think, sampled twenty-four <laughs> of them. Mm -hmm. And right? sang it a couple. You know, Matt and I, you know, were out ripping it up. It was great. We had a great time yeah. in Nashville. And Buffalo, to me, would be more like that's kind of like like bar food. Like that's what I want to eat. Like I don't need like a fancy, you know, right. five-star meal. Like give me some buffalo wings, give me some beers, and and I'm good. Well, in uh, Buffalo, there's like 18 places for that. I'm glad. So you, that's a good trip I'm, for me. I'm glad you brought that up, Paul, because I I also in my my lead in I explained too that not every football fan is the same. You know, there are rich yeah. football fans, there are you know more frugal football fans, poorer football fans. So I try to include a lot of different suggestions for people of different budgets and different tastes. So you know, I included things like 
the Finger Lakes region for people who want to do that kind of thing, like people who have kids. Like people who have kids aren't going to go to Vegas for a week and be, you know, lighting it up till three in the morning, you know. Well, so, I mean, there are certain trips where yeah, if you're, you're taking a family. Don't judge my parental skills. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like seriously, like Deuce, if you yeah. and, and Lane and, no, the, totally and the kids wanted and to go on a road right. trip. And it's so specific. You're to, not going to be doing the things you would do if it was right. just you and Lane. Right. And But I mean, I, I mean, I guess I come from a place with how many people take like full family trips. It's more it, for a football game. It's more about like you, your, your buddies. Well, if you're going you want to be local. You go to Miami and stay, you know, go to the beach. Sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I'm yeah. just trying to put it out there for like, let's say you have a school vacation week and you're like, well, we don't really, we can't really fly anywhere, but we, we, we live driving distance to like upstate New York. Let's spend a week in upstate New York. Oh, there happens to be a, a Bills game going on. Let's yeah. sidetrack to that. You know, it's just. Yeah, that's all everybody's yeah, perspective. I mean, for exactly. me, I just, I want to be able to get into a city. I don't want to have to run a car or drive very far. I want to be close to good restaurants mm-hmm. and I want to be close to the stadium. And if I can do all those things and get a little bit of a sampling of the area, the culture that, that's there, that's great. Yep. But, um, which you know, is why Seattle was so I high get in, on my I list. get out, you know? And, and that's why I'm Once with you on again, Seattle. Perfect. Mike is right. <laughs> uh, Mike Gherkin writes in. The gr- um, where's Gherkin pick, been? Pickle Man. Where's he of, been? A lot of these people coming out the woodwork. Uh, Eric, I fi- they're all here to. They are. They're coming out. I figure every once in a while someone goes. <laughs> I figure with Eric moving on, I should share the story that I have been holding on to for a while. Oh, Lord. I'm a longtime listener, but rarely get a chance to write or listen live. But my first ima- email to you guys was way back in 2001. Yeah. Wow. The opening Pickle song. Pickle Man's been around. Really? The opening song for the podcast was A Little Less Conversation Station by Elvis. Yes. Not sure why I still remember that. Anyway, my story is an Eric story. I want Eric to know I'm a fan of his, especially these past few seasons. I know he got off to a rough start on the pod with his punt stats, <laughs> but his pomposity has always been a good part of the show. At points Abandoned. throughout his time on the show, you have referenced him as East Gal. Now what I heard oh. was East Gal, and I was impressed that he was so comfortable with what I perceived was his sexuality <laughs> and that his issues with Andy stemmed from his joking about it. It was not until after this Christmas this year when I got a nice set of headphones that I realized it was indeed East Gal and not East Gal. And it cleared up all those confusing conversations you have had about Eric's love life over the years. That is so funny. That, wow. That, that is hilarious. West Gal. It's East Gal. East Gal. It's West Gal. East North Gal. It's an East Gal. Fred, can you think off the top of your head, out of all the trips that we've taken, which one you had the most fun at? Non-Super Bowl. Whew. Most fun. That indie one. That night oh, that we all we, got we, with the, the, we, we were part of the marketing. Uh, I heard we all got the marketing reception. I've that heard. that was the one where you and Brian were afraid to show up the next yeah. day, and he came in and we said, were all hung over. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Brian had our heads on the desk, and then we were like, we got to avoid Fred, and Fred yeah. came over and told us how drunk he was. Yeah. It was yeah. like the greatest thing. <laughs> I mean, when it was open, Billy Ogden's and Buffalo's were some of the best meals I've ever had, and those were good. That made the trip. There was a yeah. year, and I forget which one it was, that we went down to Miami, and. Um, on a Friday? I remember, yeah, we went early, and I remember um, Brian and I went out. We were at the hotel. We went out by the pool, and we were just kind of hanging out, and Willie McGinnis came over and just ripped us a new one. Like, you two are going to sit here by the pool when Fort Lauderdale, you, you got the whole strip. You could go anywhere you want. You're like 10 minutes away. What is wrong with you? And, like, we went back up to our rooms, <laughs> and we were out. Shamed you. And we were, out for, you. We were oh. out for the day. Completely ripped it up that night in Fort Lauderdale. Had, that was the, uh, far and away the most fun I've had on that, one of these that trips. day on the beach that in we had. Oh, that was a fun us. day yes. too. Yeah. 
That was great. That I, that's the one I was just thinking of because yeah. that was actually 2014, week one at Miami. We went down on a Friday for a one o'clock Sunday game to get used to the heat. Yeah, and we had an all day Saturday, and we just yeah, that we was sat on the beach. That was all a day. different one because I wasn't at the 2014 no, you weren't at, one, at that one. But, but we we did that similar yeah. kind of thing. We were right across from the beach. We just walked across from yeah, the hotel. Perfect. That was, was good. It was perfect. Yep, that was a good day. Yep. And the, the Arizona trip, the year we went on the Thursday, was pretty, pretty oh, legit, yeah. too. Yeah. Was I that, wasn't on that, that one. That was the Lonnie Paxton yeah. game? Yeah. yeah. Oof. Oh, right. Can't yeah, talk I about got that you. one. Can't talk about that one on the year. I remember. I remember. Uh, it's a bit off color. Yeah. Bart and Poland just wanted to say that the fact that other teams got creative. This is about the um, schedule release. Schedule. Other teams got creative and spent a lot of time and money for their schedule release videos, and we got Ernie in a whiteboard was epic. <laughs> Doesn't get better than Ernie. Also, good luck to Eric in his future endeavors. He was a great part of the show and will be missed. Who will make football, yes, football, as in kicking the ball into the net references now? Mm. Mm. Can I just say to Bart right there? Was Bart? Bart you said? Poland, yeah, Poland. Yeah. Thank you for, like, getting it, for lack of a better word. Like, we, we have done that in the past. We've put a lot of production value and a lot of thought and effort, and we went intentionally ironic. Yeah. We went in a different direction this year, and – had an opportunity to do something with Ernie and Bart, like I think, just summarized it perfectly. Yeah, the original concept, you know, a little Go behind ahead. the scenes. Go ahead, Fred. Was it was going to be uh, either Ernie, Ivan, and Dante, or a combination of that three sitting in rocking chairs in retirement, you know, just announcing the green screen. But um, uh, Dante was out of town. Ivan, he didn't want to do it, and so, but. You know, of of the three, you would think Ernie would be the least likely. He would like love to participate. <laughs> you know, he was yeah. great. I just love the the little bits, and they're very subtle. But just a little bit of a nod of how they look at the schedule when it comes out. You know, mentioning the the toughness of the Ravens. Uh, you know, Miami having a player in the cold. Just the little things that you know. I know as reporters and people who watch it, you ask them about, and they always kind of downplay it, but. I thought it gave a little bit of just a little bit of insight. Even, into, even into something as as uh, obvious as the week ten by, yeah, right, right yeah. where you want right it. Where I think want is it. where you mm-hmm. said it. Yeah. You know, like my favorite part was where he gets to the first Buffalo games. You're wondering where Buffalo is. Well, here they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ernie's. Were there any uh, pink stripes uh, Easter eggs in there? Oh yeah, a little well, bit. Well, it wasn't yeah. an Easter egg. We put it, it just, right on the board. Okay. Yeah. 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 Andy wore I pink striped that. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's good. I mean, a lot of a lot of other teams put in a ton of effort, and, yeah, and, and you know, and, and no, good the Chargers. I'm not one saying was, that that's yeah. wrong. No, it's the Chargers anime. But at the end one of the day, what do you I, really get? If we had an anime uh, cartoonist artist, yeah. artist in, on staff like they do. I think we would have yeah. done that too. They're doing nothing. That was since great. January. Just give me a little time next year. I'll sure. Get, I'll get Paul it does love that. I mean, anime. I think they've had like five. It's like cartoons, only sexy. Where have I heard that before? You know. Um, yeah, so no disrespect to the teams that went all out. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. TJ, who l- does like anime, was like your son. Yeah, my son was going he through really the Chargers, really pointing Chargers. out all the different anime stuff. But, yeah. You know, I, it's – I mean, that's a, a, a different well, side. I mean, there well were a lot – there were a well lot done. of – I mean, I think we appreciated the, the little Easter eggs that they put in making fun of all the teams. Oh, but yeah. Their, their nod to the Jaguars was hilarious. Uh, you saw uh, that, right? Uh, I heard about uh, it. Yeah, yeah, that was very Fred funny. couldn't bring himself to watch no, it. No, I have to watch it again Playing because now that people mention it, mm. I didn't notice it the first time because it was happening sneaky. so fast. It was. It was you sneaky know? hilarious. Like, what's though. the approval process like for the Chargers? Who has to go through these to make sure everything's okay? And the, like, and the, and the Cleveland Browns? Uh, yeah, but I think in that, in that case, the Jaguars are probably like good. <laughs> right. You know, right, that's right. what we think we too. Yeah. 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 Um, Joe in Orlando, Eric just pulled a Gronk on us. 
Where is the team going to find a suitable replacement in May and June? In all seriousness, best wishes to Eric. The show has been lucky to have you all these years. Oh, thank I you. hope whatever comes next is great. Uh, thank you. I hope so, too. Yep. A lot of well-wishers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> I was, thought I was going to get ripped a lot more, but maybe that's Thursday. Well, you would have gotten that's a lot Thursday. already except for you blocked everybody. <laughs> oh, so oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> good point. They're not in my life. <laughs> Thanks, Fred. <laughs> don't need that. Don't need that in my life. Uh, Neil writes in, schedule release day. You can have Ernie Adams read the games off a whiteboard while providing obvious weather predictions, or you can have the work of art that was the L.A. Chargers video. Talk about taking smack and or talking smack in Japanese. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed we weren't playing them because, let's be honest, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit to poke fun of when it comes to the Patriots. We were also crushed by the Giants and many other teams. We need to draft better media content personnel. Ooh. I, for one, blame <laughs> wow. Bill. GM Bill, it's not Coach Bill's fault. Blame Fred. Well, okay. No, blame me. Absolutely. No. I, but are we? Are no. we ever going to be? A, a, if you don't like it, blame me. Right. Well, if we're going to be, a, are we going to be ones to go around and and rakel everybody's feathers and have little trolls of everybody else? I don't. No, I but don't you know didn't have to do that. Like we've done. Um, like we've done things with that kind of production value without. Oh yeah. Without like ruffling feathers and making fun of. Oh, the other I thought teams. that's what he was complaining about that we didn't. Yeah, that like, we didn't. We're not like rattle cages. Know, we're not going to do that. Uh, I'm sure you guys are bummed about Thanksgiving. Here Canada, we call it Extra Football Day. Plus four consecutive primetime games. Did Paul give his resignation yet? <laughs> yeah, if I had anywhere to go, I don't have the guts that Eric has <laughs> to just up and leave. Also, I just am, for this month. I just am for that sick of Miami <laughs> in week one. but 90-minute post-game shows that month. <laughs> I'm sick of Miami in week one, but Mike can't complain, as it has been his anthem. How do we stack up against the Dolphins? What do you think are the uh, toughest three-game stretch we have this in the season? To me, it's games 15, 16, and 17. Yeah, I mean, that's – I have no idea. I mean, I Buffalo at Arizona at Vegas, that's a tough stretch. I mean, just give me the last three. I mean, because if, if, you're, if you're on the edge, if you're on the, the bubble for the playoffs, and then you got to – It could be, yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're traveling AF for AFC. those two games, and then, yep. you, and then you got three really good teams. I mean – I think it's a the Dolphins is a, a really interesting test right out of the gate. Of mm. I mean, they do have a new coach, so I think there's something to be said for the B flow factor with them in the last few years and how they got up and how they prepared. And you know, no disrespect to, to Mike McDaniel, who I you know I think is a breath of fresh air. Um, <laughs> I'm very curious to see how he does, and I wish they weren't in our division because I want him to do well. Yeah, mm. I want somebody different to do well. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. just signed Melvin Ingram too, right? Oh, did they? I didn't see that. Yeah. Really? Mm. So I. We'll see. I mean, you're going to get a, a great barometer right out of the gate. You, you got a, a team that's in your division that's really kind of handled you the last couple of years. I mean, I know the opener last year was was close, and the Patriots, you know, had it in their grasp, but but a fumble unfortunately kind of probably cost them the game. So, I mean, it's just, it's a good opportunity to get right on track, get a division road road win, arguably the second hardest game that you're going to have to play in the division, <laughs> but. You know, you, you, you're going to have to be on and ready to go right out of the gate with, with that schedule. I mean, and, you know, even the Steelers and the Ravens. I mean, I, I said to Paul, sometimes I look at these through the lens of, like, if this was the old Brady Patriots. And even in that regard, you know, if they were the old those teams. Are tough, but those were tough They're outs. still just tough general yeah. teams that have always kind of been they played And well. it's tough yeah. to play down there in September. I think that's a, a big – you know, playing them really early and really late in Miami, I think, is, is different. And mm -hmm. I think if you look at the – I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think the September record, I think they're like two and 
two and two or so or two and four in September or something like that. And the two wins were both Monday night games. Oh, in Miami, you which mean? Had, which is mitigated a little yeah. bit. I'd like to know what it's Miami, still hot and humid, but it doesn't have the sun beating yeah. down on you. I'd like to know overall what Miami's record is their first home game, like oh, you know, against, against anybody first yeah. all time. Yeah, yeah. you know, I bet you it's pretty good. Yeah, um, Bill and Bozeman wasn't last year. I assume this will come up pretty quick today. I'm going to miss Eric. I hope he's going to be okay and enjoy his new adventure. Also, I hope Fred replaces him with another intellectually minded individual. Good luck, Escal. Thank Reed. you, Reed. Uh, Thank you, Bill. I don't think they meet, make him like Scal anymore. No, I am getting old. It went now. away with ascots. Oh, oh, Scal. Oh, speaking Won't of ascots, I had my thing last week. <laughs> How's your ascot? <laughs> it's, it's, it's all right. Your what's, ascot it's penetrated. All right. what's, what's, oh. what's your ascot? <laughs> penetrated. Yeah. And. Uh, it, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. It wasn't so bad. Did you feel refreshed when you woke up? I actually felt refreshed after the uh, the treatment that you have to do beforehand. Oh, really? Because you get, you get completely, Rough. like, drained out of everything. That's sure. the first time in my life I've ever done that. Yeah. But uh, I I had, like, a short-term amnesia when I woke up from the procedure and by the time I got home. I remember very little about yeah. that time period. That's oh, really? That's supposed yeah. to drive. Yeah. Right. I remember almost nothing about what happened See, when I woke up. See, you're not up. supposed to remember the procedure. I don't remember right. the procedure yeah. at all. Yeah. And then I remember being awake afterwards, being given like apple juice yep. and some crackers or something. And then I remember walking out the door to my mother's car. She came to pick me up. I don't remember the drive home. I remember unlocking the door to my house, having a little bit of breakfast, and then I sat down in my chair in my living room and three hours later I woke up and that's when everything had worn off and huh. but they I'm glad I did the, the test because they did find a little something there oh, yeah. so uh, but they said not to worry it's not yeah uh, but it's just a little polyp yeah yeah so something that, something to consider for down the either road. down the road yeah they always find something like that uh, like I have a little diverticulitis but it's like mm. it's okay uh, as the only one here who hasn't uh, met Dr. Jellyfinger you yet should. Um, what, what position do they get you in when they're getting you ready when they're getting you you're prepped on your, on your side. side you're on your side yeah, yeah. okay mm -hmm. yeah just trying to get, yep. get in the right place for it oh yeah I know my time is coming yeah you, sh you should do it now. I mean you're f you're over 45 now yeah. right yeah that's when they tell you it's now time. you should especially with in the recent years with um, Chad Chadwick Boseman yep. the actor yeah, who sure. died of it um, because it's so preventable that they want you to get it early, as early as possible th so they can detect it, get it I'm really out, surprised with my diet over <laughs> my life. <laughs> you haven't had more it's, problems? It's not ridiculous in there. Like, <laughs> just, you know, like st there. stalactites, <laughs> you know, bats. That's, you know, uh, those are the ones <laughs> from the top or the bottom. <laughs> you know, Does it matter? Yeah. Like, it, it, I just figure it should be a mess with all the red meat I've eaten. Bats and coming out of oh, Cheese. Yeah. You know, no, uh, apparently yeah. no. Yeah. No. I don't know. <laughs> Surprise, it's not a mess in there. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, you know, like, I, I, I'm I, sure it's a mess in there did you now. Wait, you wake up and you're like, give me the news, Doc. Yeah. I know it's bad. <laughs> Just no, give it to me straight. You know, like, you eat all these, you know, like me, all they the red meat, time, heavy, heavy oily, greasy, you name it, yeah. fried. Yeah. Me too. You know? Yeah. yeah. But you were okay, right? You yeah. guys both had them recently. Yeah, so and far you were both so okay. Good. I've had. See, I, I've always had. I've the, had several. I've always had the um, belief, and I know it's not true, that if you start something early in life, like eating bad, your body gets used to it and you can handle it. It's yeah. when you start later, yeah. then your body freaks out and you get sick. You know. 
So start smoking and drinking exactly. when you're 12, kids. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of alcoholics that would yeah. disagree with that. Yeah. Smoke when you're 10 <laughs> and then, you know, yeah. develop a resistance to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I know I'm not. That's He's not being true. But you do yes. hear about people who are like 90. They smoked all their lives. true. What's your right? secret? A yeah. glass of scotch and just so a pack you know, of cigarettes every day. You don't know of a lot of those people. That's true. Mm. It's very rare. You hear about the one. Right. Yeah. 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 You've, now you've got those commercials with those people who are all deformed you know, like and have the tracheotomies yeah, and everything. Right. Oh, you don't no. see a lot of grossly overweight 90-year-olds, and you don't see a lot That's of chain-smoking 90-year-olds. That's true. Yeah. You go to those nursing homes. Mm-hmm. They're not fat, yeah. which means I'm not long for this world. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> well, you There's, don't smoke. That's true. Yeah. You've never smoked, have you? No. Not not cigarettes. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of I don't even really smoke cigars here. a lot anymore. Like, I might have one a year. Mm. You know, that's it. Yesterday was another one of those days where I wish I smoked cigars. Yeah. Like, everybody Walking around the... Uh, See, that would be enough for me, just the other people. I just like the the external smell. Once you smoke them, they taste And it wasn't close enough that it was like the stink was getting on me, but I could just smell the aroma. It's a football scent for me. Right, Matt? You like cigars? Cigar guy? Me and Glenn. Ordway used to smoke them. Oh, sorry. Post-game shows. Humble brag. Oh, smoke them if you, you got them. You don't inhale them, right? You just kind of I've puff. Never, yeah, I've you never let it wallow them. in your... Just put it in your mouth. It get, goes in through the uh, pores. Sorry, spit what? it out. Yeah. <laughs> put it in your mouth and blow? Is that what you said? You just Chris? put it in your mouth and spit it out, he just said. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got that one captured. <laughs> That's what she said. Whoops. Claire writes in, Hello, everyone. Hello, Marine. <laughs> oh, I have to do Claire's podcast hey this Hello, week. Uh, I know there may be a slew of goodbye emails to Eric Thursday, so I wanted to get mine in today. Oh, good thinking. You will be genuinely missed, Eric. Thank you for everything. You helped make PU great, which made me a better Patriots fan. So thank you. Wishing you all the best. Okay, Fred, is there a job opening? Ah, uh, <laughs> let's that. get to it. When we, we redo the show when, with whoever replaces Eric, you know, make PU great again. Ah, uh, we should do that. Mapu. Yeah. <laughs> Mapug. Mapua. Mapuga. Puga. <laughs> uh, let's get back to the phones. Ace Ticket Hotline. We got them stacked up here. We'll start with Todd in North Carolina. Hey. Oh, oh, Todd. 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 Hanging on too Good long, job, I Hardy. guess. Uh, Josh is in California. Hey, Josh. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm not necessarily a long-time listener, but I am a first-time caller. I discovered your guys' show like a month ago and binge-watched basically all of it. You're welcome. So I am a big fan. Uh, first, a uh, couple things to defend Bill Belichick and then a couple questions. Um, uh, obviously, everyone in the AFC has kind of been going all in this year. So do you think Bill's approaching the season as realistically we're not able to compete, so we may as well just go for a better draft pick, maybe do a little better in the next few years? I don't think that's part yeah, of I don't think mindset. So. Yeah. I just think they're being doing what they do, being methodical. But, I mean, you're right. they gotta they got to hit on the draft. I just the, the lack of young players, That's I think that's what's glaring about this team is, is you need that next generation of guys to, to emerge. And some guys are going to get a chance this year. I, I, I think it looks like that. Do you think that – and I'll, I'll ask you this too, Josh. Do you think that the type of players that Bill drafted this year indicates he's going to be here longer than people think? Ah. I don't really read that much into it. No? Okay. I, I mean, I'm not here to tell you that's not true, yeah. but I haven't really read into it. Okay. No. I just thought it was an acknowledgement that they needed to be – they needed to improve, especially def- – Yeah, you know, but the, I mean, like, you department. know, guys that, you know, smaller schools, maybe more a little bit more developmental type guys, you know. No? Yeah. Okay. I can't right. justify the cold strange pick no matter what. <laughs> okay. 
All right. But uh, my, uh, my the criticism of Bill more recently is kind of specific. Do you guys think Chuck Mason was past his prime or going to ask for a new contract or something? Why would we send him away for a fifth and then spend a first on a guard? It's just money. They just didn't want to I don't think money. he's past his prime, no, and I, I don't think, think he was going to ask for more money. No, yeah. but he was making a lot from the but he was making a contract lot money, yeah. that he signed a few Thanks, years Josh. ago. Uh, Bill so. in Vista, California. Speaking of Eric's operation, I couldn't help but think of the scene from The Office where Michael asked Oscar if there's anything he should do to prepare for to make his appointment more pleasurable for him <laughs> and his doctor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enjoy the good luck on your next African adventure. You'll be missed. Thank you. That's very sweet. Uh, back to the phones. Eldred's in North Carolina. Hey, Eldred. There it is. Hey, hey. fellas. How y'all doing? Good. Hey, what's up? Uh, East Cal, miss you, old buddy. Like I said on Facebook. Hey. Enjoy talking to you for these years. Keep on trucking, my and friend. Hope, hope, I'm going to try that. <laughs> At least five more years, then I quit. <laughs> <laughs> At least five more? <laughs> I'm going to retire. Okay. At least five more, then I'm going to retire from there. All right. Uh, Fred. Yes. And Paul, I got a question for you. Okay. I heard you earlier. You're very op- optimistic. I am, I'm a little optimistic until I saw this confound schedule. So, in all consideration, you don't know who the office coordinator is. You don't know who's going to be calling the plays at their first time or they did it on Madden or whatever. <laughs> okay. How do you see the how you see the record breaking out? And I know everybody keeps saying, well, we got a shot at the wild card. But that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. No, it's fair. I mean, like, if they, if it's a disaster on offense, obviously it's going to be a disaster season. So, um, I well, just, I just don't. I think Bill will figure it. I, like, I think he knows what he's going to do. He's just, he's not into telling anybody yet because he just doesn't want to. That's, it's not time for that. You know, in his schedule, it's not time to talk about who's doing what. We're, we're just putting the rookies on the field right now. Guys are going to be coming in. We'll we'll take things as they come. Yeah. You know, I think in his mind he knows, and and you know I know it's cliche, but I trust him. Yeah. See, and that's part of the reason why I think they'll be in wild card contention. Yeah. Now, if you're asking me how many games I think they'll win now, a lot of stuff going to go on between now and the start of the season. But I don't see them making it right now. I think it's probably like seven, eight wins. But I mean, we had a caller earlier who thinks nine wins will get you in. So if you win eight. You're in contention. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think right now there are some teams that I like on paper better than the Patriots. We'll see if paper works. Sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes yeah. injuries yep, happen. Sometimes it doesn't mesh. Yeah, it does. You know, yeah, so, it we'll, you know, yeah. so we'll yeah, see. That, I, yeah, but I see what everybody goes. else sees. I see some holes uh, on the roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not roster. But I'm, I'm still like everybody else. I mean, that strange pick was a strange pick. <laughs> Especially when he had two good corners out there, you know, like Booth and McCleary and Gordon. You know, you, you didn't McDuffie? get that. That was, that, that was a need. That's, yeah. that's, that's what I'm still scratching my head about. I don't think Because everybody getting, is. you know, a little faster, free agents-wise, you know, and draft-wise. And you got to match it up in the secondary. That's yeah. what I'm worried yeah. about. Yep, you got to mm-hmm. stop him somehow. Yeah. Somehow. All right. Well, y'all have a good Fred, one, bro. Good thanks, Aldrich. Thanks, E. What, uh, what do they need to do? Huh? On defense, what do they need to do? You got to stop them. What, what, what would ne- necessitate a stop? Can we can we force them to punt? <laughs> can we get a punt? Oh my, not again. God. <laughs> uh, what what happened to Eric? 
I don't know. He, he left just, early. He just get up and left. That was oh, is this? It was now. It was one forty-five? Was the time that he was? No. <laughs> uh, Matt writes in uh, Indiana. Matt, I'm bummed to hear that Eric is calling it quits on the PU crew. I'm not. I've enjoyed listening to him on Patriots Unfiltered oh, and John Rook show. What's, what's John Rook going to do? Um, Eric will come back in to do do 20 minutes of Rook. He has a lot of the same negative outlooks that I generally have, so I relate well to him. We are also close to the same age, so we share the same formative Patriots years and experience. I, too, once owned a satin Patriots starter jacket in elementary school. Oh, yes, the blue. Got to have it. My guess is he's living to join Megan O'Brien to become the next wrestling tag team world champions. Me and Megan? Yeah. Yeah. Good luck in the squared circle or wherever your travels may take you. Yeah, who was that? I'm sorry, I Matt that. in Indiana. Oh, thank you, Matt. Appreciate that. Yeah, the starter, the blue starter jacket, the satin one that uh, uh, I can't Raymond Berry used to wear on the sideline. Classic. I had blue. I have, yeah, I can't remember. Royal oh, blue. Yeah. Royal blue. Shiny. The shiny royal well, I, blue. I know what satin is. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> remember those starter jackets? That wasn't the part that I was confused about. <laughs> blue. Remember those, remember I always thought blue? they were red jackets. No, blue. With the block Patriots letters. Oh, you, can you uh, those were oh, right. with like the stars on them. Yeah. You know? Those, I That's think, what were I was the, thinking the long winter coat ones because they, they used to sell those. And too. they also had like a lot of sweaters. Yeah. Remember the sweaters yes. and like uh, that Raymond Berry? Oh, yeah. yeah. The Cliff yeah. Angle. Yeah. Bad. Cliff Angle sweater. Bad sweaters. Remember the starter? I still do. That Parcells used to wear those on the sideline. Oh, the pullover? So ugly. The pullover? No, the big winter jacket. Oh. Ugly. Yeah. Ugly. I had a pullover. The blue Patriots pullover mm-hmm. with the little zipper on the side. I, I wore that all the time to games. Yeah. I liked that. It's weird. As I grew up, you know, three towns away from the stadium and grew up same, like, time frame Eric did, 80s, 90s, and they're pretty bad mostly. But nobody, everybody, it seemed like everybody wore more other team stuff. There wasn't, like, a Of course, because the Patriots were winning. Because our stuff. team stuff. Yeah. But even, like, other sports. Like, I have, like, a picture, like, in my junior year of high school with, like, a Blackhawks hat on. Like, I, I, I don't know if it was just an old thing where people were more – like open to wearing other teams, but and I mean it certainly plays into it. The Patriots were were bad, and nobody wanted to wear their stuff. But yeah, you know. But now everybody's like, we got to get Pat Patriot back, and I'm like, nobody wanted to wear it. Yeah, right. I used to get made fun of by adults for wearing that jacket. Not oh, everybody wants to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing, was, kid? His name was Fred. AFL. <laughs> so what are you wearing that logo for? A professional USFL. Uh, let's see. Amir writes in. I don't understand the overreaction regarding the coaching rules, where clearly we have a. Bigger problem with the PU staffing. Eric is leaving, and now we have no second host, and Fred is often hurt in MIA. Tamara started the season on PUP. (laughs) Paul is obviously (laughs) over the hill. Is Mike really ready to carry the show? All relevant questions. (laughs) Each and every one of those relevant questions. I mean, I know everybody's probably thrilled for the Deuce Solo PU show that that will single-handedly take the whole show down. (laughs) I'll share with you my biggest concern. It's going to shock you. Mm. His role is the number two host. Oh, yeah. Underrated. We have, we have not filled that. Very underrated. I am really worried about it. Uh, I'll practice. What happens when Fred's not here? All the show right. already falls apart when Fred's not here. Let's face it. <laughs> All right. Hi. Right. I'm Mike Duso. Right. I am <laughs> your host. <laughs> it's just me. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do. I just worry about it the whole time. I know sorry, no one wants to listen sorry. to me. <laughs> if, if it's Fred, Deuce, and, and, and Paul, I think we will be fine. Yeah, you'll be all right. You take one of those three out of the equation, I think it's a train wreck. <laughs> well, it's a train wreck anyway when there's only two of us, no matter who the two are. 
It's tough to uh, do a two-man show. Sometimes we've had good it's shows with yeah, two. Yeah, you know. it depends on if there's news to talk yeah, about I mean, or if topics. Fred, if it's Fred know. and I or Andy and I, it was great. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys can step into those roles. <laughs> 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 I mean, Andy and I were the A-team. I mean, that's Please. the A-holds. The A-holds. Facts, not opinion. Right. Still sad about it. I, I like there was a good sign uh, in <laughs> Carolina. I've moved on, Deuce. There was a good sign in Carolina on the glass for the Bruins game. It's uh, the Patriots aren't good enough to be A-holes. They're B-holes. Oh, wow. That's a shot. Yeah. I mean, not the Patriots, the Bruins. Oh, I figured that's what you did. (laughs) Did you get, uh, did you have something uh, of note there? Looked like you were pondering Uh, a a tweet. That's that's something you'll love hearing about uh, after the show. Oh, good luck. One of those tweets? Yeah. Good luck trying to stop, uh, you know. Whopping. Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) Uh, Trevor writes in from North Carolina. A couple questions about the way the Patriots go about their coaching roles. One, are other teams so secretive about their coaching roles, or no. is this just a Patriots thing? Just a Patriots thing. Yeah. yeah. From for all I know, yeah. It just feels like a lot. It's, it's a lot of effort to uh, like for no. Yeah. I mean, for for what? Really? Yeah. Tom Curran asked uh, Gerard Mayo about that today. You know, like, is it something that you get an advantage out of? Is something that you know? And he said, quite frankly, I don't think other teams even think about it. They don't have. Right. They don't lose any time thinking about any of this kind of stuff. Right. No, they just say, hey, you're coaching this. Which I thought was interesting for him yeah. to just admit, like, yeah, no, you guys yeah. think that there's nothing in it. No, I don't think there's anything in it because the other teams aren't worried about all of our roles individually. Mm. Right. I mean, it also helps that Gerard and Tom have had a, his, you know, they, yeah. Gerard used to be on Tom's uh, well, TV show. So they have a little bit of a rapport there. Maybe he's yeah. a little bit easier talking to him. But Yeah. And Bedard's been pushing back a little bit he got into it with with Pellegrino a little bit oh really you know today i, I wasn't on that one bit, was so. he belligerent no 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 but just you know firm like he he can be you know it was pellegrino. i mean why pellegrino yeah not, right. not with mayo right not with Belichick. Uh, pellegrino uh i figure he did, he was talking to somebody else yesterday but i mean i feel like he's I, I feel like he's asking the hard questions that you talk you know every we talk about him he goes on the air he talks about him and i, I think he He's willing to go in and, and, and press him a little bit and, you know, talking about the secondary things that we've been talking about where you got a couple of rookies, but it, it looks like you got a lot of turnover there. Do you think you got the pieces to match up? And, you know, my, I like Mike Pellegrino. I mean, he's always a little prickly and, and, and not afraid to kind of be like, I think I think at one but point I heard that. I, I think right? I, no, no, in a good way, <laughs> but I think I think he threw a with all due respect. Oh, he's getting that he from threw Joe, a with huh? all due respect oh, card. Yeah? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just – I just think if you get if you have questions about the defense, go to the top. Either go to Bill or go to Mayo and Steve Belichick. Mm. Like, right. all due respect to Mike Pellegrino, that's not really where I'm looking for you know going to for answers. Right. It's not his fault. Uh, Trevor also wants to know: Is there any actual advantage to being so quiet about this, or is it just Bill saying "screw you" to the media? I, I don't know what the I don't think is. it's necessarily "screw you" to the media, but I don't think there's any advantage yeah. to it either. I also, think I've it's really the way he's it. doing it. I've really taken a liking to Paul's Diet Miller phrase, so much, in fact, that last weekend I was at a bar and ordered a Diet Miller <laughs> without even thinking Did about it. Did they laugh? It. They must have laughed. I exchanged confused looks with the bartender before realizing what I said <laughs> and having to clarify. I've never but called it a Diet Miller in, in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I probably have. But, yeah, Fred and Matt were on that one early. I made it up. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Protective. I, of and I jokes. remember saying it, and Matt said, I like that. Okay, yeah. I'll give you full credit. Of course, I, he said, "I liked it." My, Diet Miller. My two bosses colliding. I can't. I can't handle. <laughs> We're it. taking credit for the Miller Light jokes. <laughs> oh, we didn't mention also um, in passing, Gino Capoletti. Oh, ah, yes. Can I just say? Sorry. Uh, 
Sorry about that. You know, I wrote yes. I wrote a short little piece on Gino yep. um, after the show last week when we found out about it, and the response has been overwhelming to to so many people that have reached out to uh, thank me for writing it, uh, including I, I believe one of Gino's sisters. Yes, um, uh, relative at least, or yeah. relative. Um, but I've had um, countless, too many to even remember on Twitter, people reaching out and we've even had a handful of emails come in mm-hmm. uh really nice of people to like because I, I did you know sort of I, I didn't know gino well i don't pretend to have known him really well but we did have the opportunity to sort of be with him on the road and i tried to you know sort of recount a little of what those experiences were like and the response was was really nice and i appreciate you guys reaching out and letting me know that i don't know anyone who's met gino that didn't like him it's true yeah, you know, that's true. He was just like a gentleman. Yep, mm-hmm. he was a gentleman's gentleman. Mm-hmm. He really was a different era. Classy, yes, classy. Mm-hmm. I never got to meet him, but just doing the the 2001 project this year, getting to listen to those radio calls again, and that's another thing I've heard so much brought up. Even you know Brian Belichick talking today about you know those calls from the Super Bowl that will just you know stand forever, and and that was just some of the coolest stuff for for me and Matt digging through those and finding those old calls, and you remember the big moments, but then. You hear the his call, and it just it puts even more context onto it of, you know, how special it, it all was. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was tough. Yeah, thanks, just babe. Hang always well dressed, you know, um, going to a restaurant and they just cater to him because he was just, you know, they knew him at wherever he went. He just just yeah, a, he a, treated people respectfully. Yes, he's the gentleman's gentleman. Mm-hmm. You know? How many years was he the radio play by play? Oh not play God, by, color guy, right? I, well, they 20, had a. Was it twenty eight? Uh, it was long. It was yeah, something it was in that long. neighborhood. Yeah, but I think they didn't. They take a, a short break with Gil and Gino, and they tried somebody else. For well, a couple he had of years. started with Dale Arnold. Gino did. Yeah, and then it was then Gil was came Gil, in. Um, but I don't remember how long exactly. But it was it was closing in on like three decades. Yeah, I think it was. I want to say twenty six or twenty eight yeah. years, something like that. It's a long time. Yeah, I mean, when you go back and. No disrespect to Scott and and Bob, but, you know, because there were so many great things that happened with Gil and Gino doing the calls, when you listen to that, like your mind goes back and it's it's um, it's nice, Mm. you know, it's nice to to hear them. Well, I think, too, because they were from the era where the Patriots had never won. Yeah. So when they got to call that first winning Super Bowl, you could point you could feel the thrill that they were experiencing when they beat that moment the, when they know? beat the Rams the first the time first time. against the Rams it was almost like an incredulous yeah sound to their voice like they couldn't believe they couldn't like, believe what they were seeing we're like yes yeah but that's yeah. Gino in the background right, right. You know, and the Patriots are world to <laughs> like how about that how about like, that it's yeah. like right. knee slapper it was like yeah. like, like Jimmy Stewart who back think? there yeah. what do you know about that well I mean Gil you know, because he was around in 95 when they went to the Super Bowl and lost, 96. Um, and that ring that we got for the AFC Championship, that's the one he always wore. Like he said, that was the first one. I I, I like this one the best, hmm. you know. Then that 2001 happened. Yeah. No, but even after 2000. Oh, really? Yeah. He he wore the AFC Championship ring. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. It's part of the journey. Wow. Yeah. A lot happened over the last five and days. And it really huh? did. I know. <laughs> a Yikes. full show today. Yeah. But, yeah, because, you know, Fred, you and Matt were talking to me a little bit about the Gino thing, and I was kind of reluctant because I didn't, you know, like I knew him to talk to, and everybody, like Fred said, knew, like loved him. But I didn't really feel like I had a lot to give. 
because I didn't know him, you know, exceptionally well, and I was kind of reluctant. I didn't want to embarrass myself mm. by trying to write a tribute to a guy that there's countless people that were a lot closer to him than I was. But I just that's why I really appreciate the people reaching out saying, "Hey, what a nice job you did on on that." You know, normally, you know, it's like, "Yeah, thanks." You know, that, that's that's what we do. Like, mm. no big deal. But that wasn't necessarily what we do, and it was a little different. And I appreciated it. Yeah, yeah it was a good job, Paul. Yeah, so rest in peace, Gino. And you mm-hmm. made me think of that when you brought up Billy Ogden's a little earlier. Oh, yeah. Because that was He's Gino's, the one that, that was Gino's place. Yeah. He and Gil turned us on to Billy Did they Ogden's. treat him oh, You know like what? I, I, I go back on Vic Carucci turned me on to Billy Oh, he's Ogden's. a local. Yeah. 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 But Gil and Gino went there all the time, yeah, too. Gino, you know, when Gino walked in that place, it was like, you know, Brady was walking in. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, he was royalty. Even so, in Buffalo. Even in Buffalo. <laughs> I mean, back at, yeah, he goes back to the AFC, yeah. AFL day, AFL. days, yep. you know. All right. Uh, that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. We'll be back Thursday. Uh, so until then, thanks for listening. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.